the prince and the strength and the ability and the accuracy and the speed. Oh gosh, you know I'm the best in the world. He's right in front of me and I can honestly tell him that I'm going to knock him spark out. Yes. Welcome back, guys, to another edition of TDs and Flying Knees, your premier one-stop channel for mixed martial arts, boxing, and fantasy football. Guys, we actually cover combat, the holy trinity of every man, football, boxing, and MMA. And we're back after uh, one week off. We didn't want to take it off, but uh, we had to. Unfortunately, uh, Lewis caught COVID and and he was around um, DJ and um, a couple other people. So we had to just cancel the show, man. And uh, like I said, I, I told the guys earlier, I had to come clean, man. So, uh, so. Let, let us know. Whatever. Yeah, man. I So Lewis said he was throwing a party on the same day as Amory. So I kind of like took it overboard. Oh. So I kind of like infiltrated his uh, plug. Switched the weed out he was going to get and switched it with weed that was um, cough licked upon and spit upon by COVID-19 Ooh. Delta variant. Oh, guys. that explains And that. also just because I was a little mad, uh, you know, uh, up a homeless guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, knowing Tony would uh, smoke with him, I had someone sell it to Tony. and. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Sorry, bro, but I guess we all learned our lesson, right? You don't throw a party on Emery's birthday. So. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Sorry, guys. But um, <laughs> anyway, let's get right into it. Um, That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Let's introduce the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Hey, what's going on, DJ? Uh, just drink his shiner. Ready to talk about these fights. Uh, it feels good to be back. We haven't been here in like, what, two weeks almost? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, welcome back, guys. Feels good to be back. Uh, feels like longer than two weeks, even though it's only been two weeks. But yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. A lot, of, a lot of good fights to talk about. All right, let's introduce the best producer in the world, Chris. I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. And last but not least. Uh, I don't say nothing different than what I said before. Your host with the most. It's most Steven Cruz. All right, guys, let's get right into it. We have a lot to cover since we missed last week. Let's get on some. I'm going to kick it over to the panel for the thoughts, our thoughts on UFC. I just got one fight announcement real quick, guys. And it's in the UFC real quick. And only It's only one. Uh, it's in the heavyweight division. I'm real high on this guy. That's why I want to mention him and let you guys know he's got an upcoming fight. It's Tom Aspinall. He will be fighting Shamil Abdurakhimov at a UFC event on March 19th. So, yeah, uh, mark your calendars. Uh, uh, you heard it here, guys. Tom Aspinall is going to fight for the UFC title one day. The guy is super talented. He's super quick. He's uh, lie on his feet, bounces in and out. He's got the power. He's got it all. He's got the cardio. It reminds me a lot of Cyril Gan. A lot of Cyril Gan. So, uh so yeah, mark your calendars for for that. Um, but yeah, that's the only one. So like Steve said, let's get into the uh, to that UFC event, man. UFC 267, headlined by Jan Blahowicz and Glover Teixeira. The first fight on the main card was in the uh, light heavyweight division, Magomed Ankalaev versus Volkan Uzdemir. And uh, that fight went to decision, Magomed Ankalaev. That's his seven straight 
win in the UFC. So I, I'd expect him to get some. I think uh, Uzumir was already top ten, so he's going to get somewhere probably in the top five, top three, even you know, yeah. title eliminator most likely. Maybe he'll get a uh, Jan Jan Blahovic because he just lost. You know, next fight on the uh, main card, man, Hamzat Shemaev came back and fought uh, Li Jingliang, and he ragged all him, dude. He played with him like. Yeah, like a, I don't know. He he just I, at one point he was carrying him, you know, in the ring, having a conversation with Dana, Dana White. White. Yeah, Did yeah you guys see that? Um, yeah, he's, he's a dominant. Yeah, you got to be like your confidence level has to be through the roof to be able to do that shit. I mean, he the way he did that and like the way he the way he went about it, it was like he was already looking past him. Yeah, he was looking three fights past this guy already. So. Exactly, dude. So. It, he just it was so disrespectful to Jing Liang, dude. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, yeah, it's no matter how you look at it, it's it's embarrassing. Like he was just being held in the air while while this this fucking beast is talking to the boss. I, I guess it was a good thing that the card that just happened was so exciting. People are already forgot. Kind of forget about it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but that was funny though. I mean, you think about this guy, the way his confidence is, it's mm-hmm. just out of. Before the fight, awesome. dude, I have to admit, I wasn't completely sold on him. I wasn't. Like, I, yeah, he had some good wins. Impressive. Now I'm completely sold on him. He's a welterweight, too. Mm. So yeah. let's see him against some of the top guys, man. Let's yeah. let's give him a top 10, even a top five matchup I think he's ready for. So that'd be cool. And maybe we'll see him match up with Usman. Yeah. If Usman yeah. doesn't retire, because he's a, he was hinting at retirement, but we'll get into that yeah, a little bit later. Uh, the next fight on this card was Alexander Volkov versus Marcin Tybura. Volkov wins that fight by decision. Uh, next up was Islam Makhachev versus Dan Hooker. This was another very impressive performance. Dan Hooker stepped up to fight uh, Islam because nobody else wanted to. Dan Hooker's a gangster, by the yeah. way. I got a lot of respect for him, but Islam made him look also like a child in there. You yeah, know? just unbelievable. You can run, but you can hide. I'm coming. I'm here. That guy's a real deal. He's, yeah, absolutely. I think so. He's the real deal for sure, man. I'm sold on him too. So, yeah, we'll, hopefully we'll see him next. He's also going to get someone way high up. Probably top five. I wouldn't even doubt he get, doubt if he gets the winner of Poirier and uh, or maybe Gage because Gage just yeah. won. So yeah, yeah well, hopefully we'll get to see him in a really really big matchup next. Next up was uh on this card is Piotr Jan versus Corey Sanhagen for the interim uh bantamweight title. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Piotr Jan wins this one by decision. Very fun fight, technical. Just this, you can yeah. tell these guys are elite, two of the yeah. best fighters yeah. in the world. And Jan is just absolutely can change the game's plan. You know. Mm-hmm. Or he could take it wherever it goes. He'll, he'll figure a way to win that get that fight. Yeah, he has. He has. He reminds me a lot of uh, Henry Cejudo. He does not have a a single weakness that you can look at and say, okay, I can attack him here. He's a great grappler. He's got great striking. He got good kicks. He's got awesome wrestling. Yeah, he's got it all. Cardio. The majority of fights, you know, you you come in and they they put their game plan on. If it doesn't work, that's it. They're not going to win because they're right. sticking to their game plan. And this guy comes in. and it's not working, I guarantee the next round he's going to figure it out. Yeah, he's going to make some adjustments, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, he can adjust pretty well in the ring. Yeah, that's why Jan versus Cejudo, a, lot, a while back, we had uh, like some of our dream matchups that if we could match up to any, any two guys from any era, you know, who would it be? And, yeah. and it was these two guys. I, I know it sounds like something someone that just started would watch or would say, but they are that good, dude. I think they're like, they're so good. I, I think Cejudo is really the only one that has a chance to figure him out and beat him at 135. I think he's going to Beat the shit out of Sterling yeah. again. Yeah. Take that belt back. As long as he doesn't illegal knees, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the heavy, and then I'm sorry, and then the uh, main event of that card was Glover Teixeira versus the champion Jan Blahowitz. Well, the former champion, because Glover Teixeira 
took him down. Yeah, man. Big choked upset, him out. Man. Yeah, I yeah. called it, right? Yeah, you did. DJ is the only one, I think, that called it. Yep. Yeah, I just think, uh, I mean, Tichera, I mean, he, he fought Jones. Jones is, no one can beat that guy. That's mm-hmm. just out there, but he's the no, kind of guy. Um, that, Matt Hamill. That's true. Matt <laughs> Hamill did beat yeah. him. He did. Yeah. He did. I was going to say a joke right now. Him and Sterling shit. It's about to get real dark in here. But yeah, <laughs> Glover, Glover just, he's just a legit legend and he can just take it anywhere. He, he, he can grapple you. He can stand. Yep. 42 years old, man. I, I knew that if he did win this fight, it would most likely be with his grappling. I just didn't believe he would be able to get Jan down. I thought Jan would be skilled enough and strong enough to keep the fight on the feet. But nope, man, Glover just manhandled him, got him down, mm. and he just looked to be on another level on the ground. Yeah, his jiu-jitsu is just, yep. it's just awesome to watch. And he's been around the sport for a long time. Uh, he's He trained at the pit with, um, what's his name? Chuck Liddell. Ha- yeah, Chuck Liddell and, uh, Hack- I don't know, the I forgot the name of the lead trainer. But the bald dude with the the big black frame glasses. Yeah. His, mm. his trainer, we, we all seen him before. Um, yeah, he's been around the sport a long time, and apparently he was supposed to make his UFC debut years ago, back in the day, back in the back day, mm-hmm. but he couldn't, there's like visa problems, so he's trained with the best for a long time, so for that's cool. a long cool. time, yeah. Yep. Uh, he finally got this belt, you know what I mean? He so finally got there, yeah. No matter who you are out there, you know what I mean? It's never too late to try, uh, at, you know, one of your dreams. Yeah, man, 42. You know, when he fought John Jones, a lot of people thought that would have, that was his last chance at the title because he was already considered old back then. Yeah, he was like uh, fucking was five years ago, I think. Yeah, came all the way back, 42 years old, won the title. Congratulations to him, yeah. man. That's cool. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for the UFC 267. Should we get right into 268? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. Yeah, and then we'll after that, we'll get into the main event of the, of the weekend. Uh, UFC 268, man, was headlined by Kamaru Usman and Kobe Covington. The, let's get into the first fight. Actually, let's mention Alex Bejeda, his uh, debut in the UFC. For those of you that don't know, Alex Bejeda is the guy that uh, slept Israel Adesanya back in his kick, Israel Izzy's uh, kickboxing days. Slept him. And then uh, they fought again. This guy beat him again. Yeah. And uh, no, actually, I think the first time they fought, Bejeda won by decision. decision Second yeah. time they fought, he knocked Izzy out cold. So, uh, and then, you know, he comes to the UFC, makes his debut. He's the feature prelim and wins by a flying knee. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful flying knee. It wasn't like most flying knees, you know. It was out of nowhere, dude. They they come in for it and that's how it lands. Mm -hmm. But this guy was like toe to toe with them and he just went vertical. Yeah. Yeah, he just. With that knee. It was was so quick. Rocket boosters. Yeah, rocket boosters or something. For a big guy to move that that way in such a small area, amazing. That was, was, and he was getting grappled. I mean, that guy was trying to. Yeah, he was trying. He yeah. didn't want nothing to do with that ground. That ground uh, How cool would it be to see him and Izzy fight for the title? Be yeah, I think it'd be cool. awesome, right? It's just a, it don't even have to be for the title. It'd just be cool to see them fight again, you know? Because yeah. uh, you know Izzy would want that, Hey, right? do some Yeah, yeah. If, unless he's afraid of that. One rules, bro. Make them kickboxing rules with the fucking four-ounce gloves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, tight. Hell yeah. No. Well, I, honestly, I don't think either of them is going to go for a takedown. If they fight, it might as well be. Under different rules, because they're gonna, they ain't gonna grapple. I don't think Izzy yeah. will grapple him. Unless Izzy's afraid of him. I don't know, man. He got maybe. slept and, and then he got beat and by decision. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. I just, I see Izzy being too proud. I don't think he'll try to wrestle him, even if he did. I mean, his stand I don't think he'd take holes. him down. It's obviously his stand up has holes. It's yeah. Just, I mean, there's not high technical uh, stand up fighters in the middleweight division. So, yep. That's why he look he looks so good right now. But yet he's having issues, you know, finishing these fighters right now. So, yeah, hopefully knows, we'll get to see that. That'd be nice. It'd be awesome. You know Dana White would love that show. Quick. Hell yeah, he would. 
All right, let's get it into the first fight on the pay-per-view card, guys. And this is this was like one of the fights I was most excited to see. Justin Gagey versus Michael Chandler, man. I think all of us were like super excited to yeah. see this matchup on paper. It's just beautiful. You think it's going to be this, uh, you know, fight of the year candidate. And sometimes these fights don't live up to that. These fights that look good on paper don't live up to the hype. But this one absolutely lived up to it. Definitely. Yeah, that, that was just exactly what it was. It was just war. Those two guys went at it. First round, second round, third round. It was just awesome. I mean, that, that's exactly what we said it was going to happen, right? Once yep. they announced that fight, we said that was probably going to be the best fight. On the card. On the card. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I was a little disappointed they didn't make it five rounds, you know? Yeah. yeah. Should have been a five rounder. They've been doing that lately. Yeah. But I uh, think had it not been a five rounder, it would have been uh, such a high pace volume, mm-hmm. but it still would have been action. Right, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think so. That it, it, round the, five that's a good point. Their uh, game plans might have been slightly different. Just stretched a little longer. Yeah, they, they might have not but been. But it was still been good. Absolutely, it would have. And uh, just real quick before you get into it, uh, Bobby Green, I don't know if you guys noticed that. Awesome. I mean, he looked great, but he actually um, he uses the Philly Shell stance mm-hmm. in MMA. I don't know if I thought that was pretty cool and, uh, to mention. He kept, uh, it's pretty I kept throwing that heavy... Uh, Overhand right, and he kept hitting him in the shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he uses it pretty successfully. I, I don't suggest any of you out there uh, using it in MMA just because there's too much shit to block. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and not enough glove. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it looked, uh, he, he, he did it pretty successfully. So that's cool. Yeah, he's a, it's a double edged sword, Steve, because he's gotten knocked out too. To yeah. pretty, you know, he's gotten knocked mm-hmm. out because of it. But, but yeah, he looked great in this performance. I'm glad he brought it up, man. Cause Ali Kenta, he's, he's from New York. So he was like in, in front of his home crowd. And it, it's sad. It's sad to see that happen to anybody in front of the home crowd, you know, but uh, Bobby Green looked great. Oh, and then what's his name? Um, what's oh, his that name? dude, he did the spinning back kick. Yeah. Oh, back hey, uh, what's his name? <laughs> oh, man. Struck out. But he knocked the homeboy yeah, out. Chris Barnett. Chris, Chris Barnett. Barnett. And he knocked homeboy out in front of his John home. Vi- too, yeah. John Viante, too. He's from New York, too. And he retired, yeah. though. He's, yeah. uh, he's, he's related. Oh, no, I don't think he's related, but I think he's really, really good friends with Chris Weidman. Chris yeah, Weidman's from New York, too. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty cool performance. So I, I, I should have mentioned that before you got into it, but I totally forgot, though. With Beast Boy. That's his name, right? The Beast yeah. Boy? Chris yeah. Barnett? Yeah. yeah. All right. That was, that was an insane really cool knockout. That was an insane, yeah, spinning. Yeah. What was that? A spinning kill? Yeah, a spinning for, uh, heel kick, yeah. First of all, fucking he, dome, he's, yeah. A fat, he's a fat guy with little legs, so. And he did a backflip. Yeah. yeah, you know his ass hurt after <laughs> that, dude. He went like that. I was like, you know his balls and his ass are fucking <laughs> yeah, hurt yeah. right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my that, bad. We can get sure, into the car. Sure no, yeah, right yeah. That was such a good, that was a good card. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he had good fights all over this card, man. It was cool. And what's awesome is that it happened in front of New York City. Madison Square Garden. So hopefully they'll go back there with another badass card soon. But yeah, the next fight on the card was Billy Quarantillo versus Shane Burgos. Burgos wins that by UD. And uh, that was an also also a really uh, such a good fight that it didn't win any of the award bonuses because they were given to other fights like Michael Chandler, obviously, and they won fight of the night. So we couldn't give it to Burgos and Quarantillo, but Dana White did cut these two guys out of check because they fought so well. Awesome. So it didn't go unrewarded. You know, they did. They may not have gotten the 50K, but they did get an extra check from Dana White. So good for them. This one, this this next one really broke my heart, man, because I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but Frankie Edgar's been my favorite fighter since, you know, I, I don't even I don't even know, since uh he was fighting uh Tyson Griffin and uh Sean Shirk. Yeah. I think he beat Sean Shirk, right? Sean Shirk. Um 
Yeah, way back in the day before UFC even uh, had the these Tyson weight classes. Tyson Griffin was his first fight in UFC. Yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah, because I was a big Tyson Griffin fan. And I thought it was Spencer, Spencer Fisher wasn't his first fight. I thought, it was, I think it was Tyson Griffin. Might have been Tyson Griffin, you're right. Because actually, and you know, Tyson Griffin was the what? one that was like, they he were trying to out, build up. Like, I think he was like top 10 already. Yeah, yeah he was like good. the biggest legs like Tyson guys Griffin. I've ever seen. He was like a life. running back. Yep, for real. But uh, yeah, man, and Frankie Edgar, man, my guy, got knocked out again by Cheeto Vera this time. And uh, it was, it's not like it wasn't competitive. It was a competitive fight, but Frankie did like, uh, he's always been known for uh, his cardio. And it just seems like, I don't know if it's because he's getting older. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's his awesome. time. It's his time to just hang it up, man. It hurts me to say, but it breaks my heart to see him getting beat up, man, because uh, he's just been my favorite fighter for so long. Oh, yeah, man. That's the same way when I saw uh, like BJ Penn mm-hmm. started. Oh, yeah, when he started after, losing. Yeah, after Frankie Edgar, it's just, it was never the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he wasn't, man. Yeah, it sucks. And you know, one one more thing about this fight that I want to mention is it's crazy to me. Frankie used to fight in the in the, at lightweight one fifty five. He's fighting at one thirty five now, and he still looks small compared to Cheeto Vera. Yeah, it's like, dude, how much lower do you have to go to look like the bigger guy? You know, like you need to go down again to one twenty five. It's crazy to me <laughs> yeah, how small he looked. Yeah, because he was fighting at one, like he said one fifty five. There was no uh, yeah, there was no featherweight, bantamweights, there was none of that. No, he, time, dude, so. he's literally he was a champ where fucking Chandler and Gagey are fighting, and those guys look gigantic compared yeah. to him you know to think he was a champion in that weight class is just it blows my mind i yeah, don't know he how he did wrestling it. people he was mm-hmm. wrestling people he was out striking people it was amazing yeah his yes. heart man i always remember him for his heart left everything in the octagon every time but let's move on because i'll talk about frankie for hours man rose nami Yunus versus wiley zhang was a co-main event and uh rose nami Yunus walks away with the unanimous decision it was a this was another good fight, man. I didn't get really get to watch it live because I was watching the Canelo fight. Yeah, I don't think Dana White got to watch it live. Yeah, I don't think, honestly, man, I don't think anybody it. watched it live, guys. I think Dana, yeah. White, Dana White was like 20 feet from, from them. And he, <laughs> he still was. He had the best seats in the house. Monitor, he still wasn't. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, man. <laughs> it is. It is. But, uh, but yeah, boxing is, man. I did watch <laughs> it uh, that night. After I got home and I was laying in bed about to go to sleep, I watched the whole Rose fight. It was a good fight, man. Rose actually, you know, I thought Wiley Zane was going to be so, like just be able to ragdoll her, kind of like how Andrade was able to pick her up and put her oh, down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose either got stronger or Wiley's not as strong as I thought because Rose is able to take her down in the fifth round and hold her down the entire round. Yeah, it looked like she started uh, losing steam because in the beginning, yeah. It, yeah, she was taking control of the wrestling game. Yeah, but, you're um, right. But near like the third round, I think I want to say she slowed down, and that's when Rose started taking over slowly. Yeah, man, that Rose's uh, wrestling is what won the fight. In the fifth round, she came out, got an early take. That I want to say it was like within the first minute of the fifth round, and stayed on top for the entire fifth round. I was Boy. surprised she was able to do that. So, uh, real quick, forget the main event. Your Rose, you just you know defended the belt after the the person that said you know it was it was a fluke. You won a decision. Mm-hmm. Celebrate! You have that uh, heartfelt moment with your parents, right in the crowd. Yep, I saw that. You wake up the next morning to see Dana White, your boss, did not watch your fight, and everybody knows it. Yeah, I would hurt a little bit. <laughs> you know, you know how I'd have been about that. If I was here, I'd be like, man, I wish I could have watched that Canelo fight too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey man, come hey, on. imagine they had it on the monitor. You gotta give, you gotta give respect. Oh, on the big screen. You, know? yeah. you gotta give respect. It's a little disrespectful of Dana to do that, you know, uh, especially like since that's your, that's, that's not just a fight. That's a championship fight. That's your champion defending her belt. Rose is like, I mean, Rose is a pretty well known female fighter, man. Oh, like she, she's yeah. she's one of the more marketable girls in the UFC right now, at least. Well, that's on the roster. So yeah, it kind of sucks that he that he did that to her, but 
Um, I personally think he really likes Rose, but the guy put 100K on Canelo. I mean, 100K ain't shit to Dana White, so I don't know why. <laughs> I think he's just more of a boxing fan. He just really likes Canelo, you know? Yeah, I think so, too, because he always said he was a boxing fan. It's just it's yeah. too much politics for him to get into that sport. But Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it did not a good look for sure. But, uh, yeah, let's get into the main event, guys. Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. And, uh, man, this fight was, it was awesome. It was, it was, it lived up to the hype again. They went at it for five rounds. Looked like Usman was going to get a knockout in the second round. He dropped him twice. Ugly. Yeah. And, but Covington is tough as fuck, dude. Like, I, I don't know if there's a tougher, like you can say people are as tough. I don't think you can come out and say, "Oh, this guy's tougher than him." Yeah. He's as tough as they come, in my opinion. Definitely. I mean, he's a warrior. He, the first two rounds, he they were going at it, and uh, I, I he looked hesitant until he got rocked. He didn't look comfortable no. at all in the first two rounds, and then he got rocked, and it, it, it like it woke him up. It's yeah. either like True. I'm going to get knocked out cold, or I'm going to go out swinging. Yep. And I think that's what he decided. He started he started putting the pressure on him and, and tagging him and. And countering him. And, and uh, Covington even rocked him in the third round. Yeah, he rocked mm-hmm. him, dude. Yep. He did. And then uh, I think he rocked him in, uh, I wouldn't say the fourth. I want to say the fifth. He had, he had a good landed good. But other than that, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, it was you know, Usman all the way. I don't see how people thought it was a robbery. I, yeah, I no, heard no, Some no. people say that he got robbed, but I don't know about nah, that. Nah, man. I had it tied going into the fifth, so. Did and you I, give Usman the ten eight though? Because that was that's the kicker. I mean, that's the, uh, the no. Thing I, there, I right? didn't. I didn't give him no ten eight. Okay. Just because I mean, it was just he should have got a ten eight. But think so? I, I don't think he won the fourth round. I don't think Covington won the fourth round. Yeah, I think so too. I think Covington won the third and fourth. Yeah, I think he won. Yeah, the third and the fifth round, but not the third. Because the third he did have that takedown, but I mean they're not. Gonna, are they going to count it? He took down, pop right back. They didn't count it. Yeah, yeah so the UFC didn't count it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it sucks. I feel bad. For Covington, yeah, he's an asshole, whatever he has, his, his, you know, act that he puts on. But I do feel bad for the guy because if he's just living, he, he's, it just so happens that his prime is taking place at the same time that Usman's prime is taking place. Yeah. Because if he was, you know, just, three years uh, later, you know, like if he's not fighting at the same time Usman's fighting, he's the champ. You know, I, I think he's clearly easily the second best welterweight in the world right now. I think he would be champ if it wasn't for Usman. I think Usman should campaign. I mean, uh, Kobe should go up and then wipe the floor with Izzy, man. Oh, he's too little. I, I think so. It, he's he, one of the guys that says small, he doesn't cut any weight to make one seventy. He's weight and he's real flabby. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. he's he's small. He says that if he wanted to, he could fight at lightweight, but he doesn't believe in cutting that cutting much. weight. Yeah, he he stays. He likes to I, keep his body hydrated. I think they need to get a weight class in between. That's a good point. Uh, welterweight and lightweight. Yeah, that's, that's such a, a big point. gap right there. And then put if they put him in between, I mean the matchups would be so much better. They should make in between weights. On their divisions that they have stars in, so that the stars can move up properly and slow. Yeah, because like if he if he drops down, Poirier can meet him there. You know that'll be Poirier and Covington. Poirier and Covington, that'd be that'd be a great fight. Yeah, I would love you know, to see that fight. Those two guys got heart, and then they put it out for the fans. So yeah, I think it'd be a hug. I think Covington would turn it into like a hug. He would be he would just be on him the whole time, hugging him and holding him up against the cage. I think he can beat Dustin. Honestly, I think he'll beat him just by doing that. Game plan noise. Yeah, because he, he, he has the skills and the cardio to be able to wear on him, yeah. just lay on him kind of. He won't box. I, I think if he did decide to box the way he boxed with Usman, I think Covington will knock him out. Yeah. But I don't think he'll do that against Covington. Usman's still good, though. Yeah, he's good. But his, his uh, I guess watching boxing and UFC at the same time, I was like comparing these guys' hands, their striking, their boxing to like the no, boxing that we were watching. Oh, dude, it's... These two guys are 
nowhere near being professional having professional boxing you know what i mean like they're coming i guess because they're natural wrestlers you know so these guys aren't known for having good boxing but man yeah they're uh Usman striking, I know it got a lot better, but it's still a lot of holes in his game. Oh, maybe. definitely. Like I said right now, the stand-up game, it's kind of weak. And then if, yeah. if he does find a good stand-up person, all he has to do is take him down. Yeah, true. That that's so good. pays to yeah. be a wrestler, man. Yep. But uh, yeah, that, so that's the that's the whole card, the, both the UFC events from the past two weeks, guys. Those are those are awesome cards. I don't think we're going to have a two-week stretch like that for a long time. So I hope you guys yeah. enjoyed it. Right. Steve, you want to take us into the main event of the... Uh, weekend? Yeah, we can get into Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant for the undisputed all four belts. First time ever in, in the super middleweight history, and it's Canelo Alvarez comes on top. Guys, uh, what's what? What are your thoughts on the fight? Oh, it was good. Plant it was a great in, fight. Yeah, Plant came in with a great a great plan for four rounds, and then I don't know. I guess those uh, body punches slowed him down or something. He got out of that jab, but it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, Caleb Plant is a, he, it was a little bit harder for, uh, well, I, I knew that he would have early success. You know, I came in understanding that, uh, he was going to have early success, you know, meaning the, the rounds one through five, he was going to be, it was going to be Canelo feeling him out. And, uh, when this fight was announced, you know, made official, I was super excited for it. And it wasn't up until about two weeks before the fight happened that I really, really started watching, uh, Caleb Plant's fights. I went back. I watched Caleb Plant, his most recent fight. I watched him fight Caleb Truax. And then I went even further back. I watched him fight Jose, uh, Uz, Uzkadegui. Yeah, yeah Uzkadegui. And, uh, those are both, uh, really good fights, man. He was, supposed, looked, he was supposed to get smashed by, uh, Uzkadegui. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he looked great, man. He looked really good. And, um, I knew that he would have some success because he, he, I see why they call him Sui hands because he's fast. He does have really fast hands. He has good defense, good footwork. So I knew that he would give Caleb, uh, Canelo problems because along with that, he's tall and he's long, dude. Yeah, so he, he did fight long too. Yeah, he did. He did a good job. He landed some good shots, some, some really good pull counter rights and his jab was there all night. You know, and Canelo is known to get hit by the jab. Triple G jabbed him up. And, uh, you know, so I knew this guy was going to be able to land that jab. I just knew that. I also knew that. Uh, Plant wouldn't have the power to to last. I, I knew that he wouldn't have the power to gain his respect and to get Canelo off of him. After Caleb Truex's fight with him, that's what Caleb Truex said. He did an interview right after the fight. He said, uh, you know, what, what stood out to you? The, the guy giving the interview asked him, so what stood out to you about Caleb Plant? And he said, uh, well, he has probably the best jab of anyone I've ever fought. His jab is great. It's, it's quick. Yeah, it looked like like it frustrated him in that first round. Yeah, it did. He was. And then, but then he also went on to say that he has absolutely no power. He was like, I didn't feel any power coming from him. And and if you're going to beat Canelo, you're going to need, you're going to need to have some power to keep him off of you, you know, unless you're fucking Floyd Mayweather and you just, you know, but obviously Hale Plan ain't on that level. So, um, so yeah, man, I, he, he looked good while it lasted, but I knew Canelo would eventually catch up to him and put him out. But it was a good fight. Yeah. I hope he surprised everybody. I mean, you could tell the the life of the arena got sucked out after the first like three four rounds. Yeah, it was just quiet. I don't know. Uh, I before the stoppage, I had the fight as a draw. Before the stoppage, I had uh, I had it tied. The thing is, like, when they sh- look f- first off, Steve Farhood is trash. Uh, <laughs> the unofficial scorecards were trash. That was yeah. ridiculous. The commentating was was, tr- was trash. And then and then the whole. And then the official cards, like, what the fuck fight were the judges watching? Like, one of the judges had it 98-92. That means they didn't even give Caleb Plant one round? 
or maybe yeah, just nah, one. That's ridiculous. So that tells me that you can't win a decision against Canelo. Oh, dude. Not because it's corrupt. It, it, it just... Well, look at Jesus. Like, think about it. Like, when he punched him, even though it was being blocked or he hit his shoulder or hit his, his glove, it was a slap. It sounded like it landed. Mm. And even the commentator goes, even though that's blocked, that's, not, that look, that's a punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you hear that, I mean, you're on, you're right on the ring. You can hear those punches. Yeah. Of course, the judge is going to think he landed those block punches. Yeah. He, he I don't know. Those punches. You can't, you can't look at the copy back, uh, box numbers and it's still and, you're, and you're, it, you're, you're a judge though. Like you should know, like see, look, those look first that. couple see, rounds that looked really, really flashy, but none of that landed. When you got a guy, I gave Caleb Plant that ninth round. When you got a guy, um, walking backwards and, just looking to land a jab and, you know, an occasional counter pull, right? Then you got this other guy coming forward, landing, you know, hard shots, maybe not as many, but landing more. See, see, see thinking shots, about that, know? I don't, I don't think so because Canelo was walking him down with ineffective pressure. He was missing most of those punches and yeah. landing one or two body shots yeah, around. But the body uh, up shots until, too. See, and, and the thing is that like, Caleb Plant did more. He wasn't just sticking the jab out and moving. He was slipping and dodging. That's that's uh, ring generalship. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was the shoulder roll was there all there. You know, I mean, he was countering. He was doing slick little stuff on the inside, throwing that uh, little slick little uppercut. He was just doing more with those rounds. Canelo was missing for the whole three minutes and then landing one or two body shots. It, you know, and they gave him those rounds. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, I think he landed a little more if you look at the numbers. You know, I, I don't think those first three rounds, I, I, I don't no, still he, like he, not he, to he, give him more that round. That's ridiculous. He did mm-hmm. land it. But the thing is, there are block punches. And, mm. was and you're not even supposed to count those as clean shots because in the ju- in the judging criteria, it, it, it specifically says uh, accuracy and clean punching. Yeah, but I mean, they were blocked, but they were thuds. Everybody they heard still don't thud, count it though. But that's yeah. the thing. That's, that's what I mean. That's but, how stupid it is but, right now. I'm, I'm not. Just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I, I was I'm just not. ridiculous. Like that's 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 trash. So it tells me that the only way to beat Canelo is you have to knock him out. Or, or how that's about ridiculous. better than this, Steve? How about just. Don't get knocked out by him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't can. matter how I mean, it was scored. He, I mean, he got knocked out. If it was if it was anybody else, the thing is, it's you got to think about it. It's Canelo, the guy that gave I mean, him. You, you can't complain about the cards if you don't make it to the to them. If you, you don't make it to the scorecards, you don't get you don't get to complain about him. You know, he didn't even make it there. So. I mean, if you think about, it, there's only well, two ways to beat Canelo, right? Mm-hmm. It's be Mayweather, right, or Triple G did beat him. And, the the, first and yeah, he did. And he landed with power. He he landed just as hard as Canelo did. And he was throwing the jab and he was boxing better than Canelo. Like, uh, and the thing is, the judges gave it to Canelo. Yeah, Canelo's the name. Triple G was nobody until that fight. You know, no one knew who Triple G was. I mean, unless I, you watch boxing. And the stoppage, I know Caleb Plant didn't protest it, but dude, you got to give him the 10 count on Undisputed. When you weren't, he wasn't in a hurt for 11 rounds. Yeah, you gotta but, give him the tank. You like gotta you give said, him the Steve, option. He, he didn't. He didn't protest. Yeah, him. I know. I'm just saying this for done. undisputed. You gotta give him. Yeah. He popped up real fast I agree too. With you you I gotta agree. give him, at least tell him, hey, you want to continue? Hey, Look yeah. him in his eye and give him the count. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't because think, think, think about it, that would have happened on the first Wilder Fury fight if you just because that looked bad. Imagine he just waved it off. Well, I mean, it, it did look bad, but this one Plant looked really bad too. He was stumbling all over the place. He was running. The opposite direction, running into the ropes, and yeah, he was done, man. He, he would have got up if he would have gave him ten, let him count. People would have been like, "Why didn't he stop it?" Because he would have got fucked up even I worse. He's you know? more mad about I, the way it was judged. Than, yeah, than it, it just took because he was. I can understand. He was close to 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 win no, to being on points. To me, not winning. I didn't think he was ever going to get the decision, but for those 
scorecards so like you didn't give Canelo right, right, I mean yeah. Plant one or two rounds it's fucking ridiculous in, in my eyes I, I gave Plant four maybe five rounds but that's about it I would Everything say around else. there I think I gave him like like for sure rounds I was like I think around three or four like you said I was like okay I, I'm, I think I'm giving this one to Caleb Plant Canelo didn't do much but I wouldn't say it was even you know at the stoppage I think Canelo was winning the fight I mean Canelo even told Plant yeah, I mean if, did y'all, if y'all see that there's a clip of uh, of their talk, of them talking in the ninth round mm-hmm. and uh Canelo even told Plant, he goes, Hey, you're really good. Yeah. In the, in the middle of the fight, you know, and they're talking. He goes, And Plant's like, Yeah. And he goes, Yeah, I'm liking this fight. You're good. I'm player. glad he said that, man. Cause, cause Caleb Plant, he, he did out. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't think he was going to, um, confuse Canelo for as long as he confused him. He, he has, he had good defense, like I said, and he was fast, dude. And, and that's, that's I'm, the way to beat Canelo. I'm surprised Caleb Plant, cause I gave him the ninth round, man. And I'm surprised he won later rounds after the sixth. Yeah, I was just mad at that. Plus, the 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 difference in the corner. Caleb Plant's corner was just like so calm and confident. Like, hey, you're doing good. Canelo's corner was like they were telling him, "Hey, you're better than this guy. What are you doing? Do this for Mexico. Do this for your family." There was an urgency in that yeah. corner. That's the difference between the championship level. And, well, no, and, the thing is the, that the they, guys over no, there. No, you no got, the thing you is, gotta is motivate your guy. you got to motivate your guy. Yeah. They no, the thing doing is that, that tells me that Reynoso knew that he was down, that he was it losing. Is, Reynoso, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking but, about. But also, you got to know, Reynoso knows his fighter. He knows what's going to fire his fighter up. And, and they weren't, you, you see, they weren't going in there to win a decision. I told you before the fight, they're going in there to, to, uh, Discipline this man for for all the shit that he was talking, calling him a fat bitch and calling Canelo a bitch. What the fuck are you gonna do about it? Like if like if he was gonna be able to fight him in that moment, you know, Canelo showed him what he was gonna do about it. He knocked him out. You know that that's why I think there was urgency there. Like, hey, come on, we didn't come here to just win. We came here to knock this guy out and make him pay for all the shit that he was talking. I I, I can see that, but to me, that was just like, hey, I'm worried because you're you're supposed to knock this guy out. I mean, it's like early. If, If you watch any of Canelo's fights, you can tell after the first round. At the end of the first round, he looked worried because he never throws like that. He showed he had to show gears. This is the yeah. second time he, he I seen on, him. Uh, he turned it on way early. Usually, he turns it on gears. like the third round, fourth round. He turns it up, but he turned it on right off the gate. You know, yeah, right after those first. Yeah, and, and that's what the guys were saying too. Is like that. Uh, you know, Canelo doesn't usually get off to this quick of a start. Like he's not usually this active this early. Actually, for the first whole first round. Um, I think for like the only, like the first two minutes, he didn't even throw a jab. He didn't even throw a punch, nothing. Canelo threw nothing for the first two minutes. He didn't start throwing anything until there was only, there was like less than a minute left in the round. Yeah. Caleb Plant was the one throwing like feelers out, jabs yeah. here and there. It was a good fight, man. That yeah, was an I awesome mean, the, fight. The, ignore all the scoring cards and everything. But, yeah, it was a great fight. And, um, that's just boxing for you too, but that's MMA too. That's all, that's all uh, combat sports. If you're the crowd favorite. You're going to win the judges, especially if you're the hometown favorite, you're going to win the judges. Yeah. If you're not getting beat up, you're a champion. You're the face of boxing. If you're not getting beat up, they're not going to give rounds to you. You know, unless you're going out there and you're uh, beating him and you're clearly beating him, you're decisively winning these rounds. Yeah. They ain't going to give you. Yeah. They ain't going to give it to you. Like I said, you go back to. It's it's always been that way too, right? Go back to Triple G. Triple G won that fight, that first fight. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah, you know, I think he won that fight. But yeah, I, I'm the biggest Canelo fan in here, and I, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I do think that Triple G won the first fight on points, and I think Canelo won the first fight, the second fight on points, and I think they need to fight one more time. Yeah. But uh, if we're done about this, you want to? Uh, I'm, I'm interested in who he's going to fight next. Who yeah, should that's, Canelo uh, fight next? The hot topics right now, guys. What's next for Canelo? Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, Jamal Charlo, 
David Benavides, Andre Durrell, the winner of Arthur Benavides versus uh, uh, Marcus Brown. Durrell's Dimitri, out. Or Dimitri Bilbao. <laughs> Durrell is out. Yeah, Get the fuck out of here. Um, I, like, I like Marcus Brown's chance. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, he has to beat Bivol. Yeah, but if he beats Bivol, yeah, I like his chance. You think he'll beat Bivol? No, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. That's gonna be a tough fight. I don't think they should. I don't think they should give this guys, guy to Canelo. So rumor is that uh, he's gonna go fight John Ryder. Yeah. This guy? No. Canelo. Canelo's gonna fight John Ryder for his oh. next because he just finished going to. I mean, he just finished having a tough fight. He's gonna have like a. I think John Ryder is uh, one of the mandatories because it's gonna be impossible for for uh, Canelo to keep all four belts. Yeah. So he's either going to try to maintain him and fight John Ryder as one of his mandatories. mandatories. So or, you don't think there's, they, they won't talk about giving him Benavides, right? I don't know. Not for his next fight, probably. I wouldn't want that for my next fight. I would want to. Uh, well, I see. I don't fight. think it's a good idea. Can you rewind this, Chris? I don't think it's a good idea for him. How old is he? 23. 23 years old. Like to me, this is another. I think he's uh, right there, yeah. Another he, uh, Mexican star that they can build up. Why would you give, why would you pair him with, match him up with Canelo this early? Why would you potentially take that O away from him? Yeah, he could beat Canelo, but look at how he's winning. Look at how he's winning this fight. Yeah. You think, think he's going to be able to walk Canelo down and do this without getting tagged? I don't think so. Man, look Canelo at this guy. is the smallest uh, <laughs> middleweight. Yeah, but Canelo's proven <laughs> that his power has followed yeah, him up. He does so have, he had like heavyweight. This guy ain't going to be able, Benavides yeah. ain't going to do this to Canelo. He, and Canelo wants you to walk. Canelo wants you to come to him. Normally, he has to come to you. If you're coming to him, that's even better. Yeah. Canelo, like he, he's a counterpuncher, but Canelo is a counterpuncher that moves forward and makes you miss and makes you pay. You know, that's why that that's the kind of style that I like. And and this guy Benavides, he comes forward. Yeah. You know, Can, Canelo's gonna welcome that. And, and you know, this guy's already been dropped. He's been dropped by uh, I forgot his name, but you know, yeah, it's if, a lesser fighter. Yeah. Yeah. If if that guy's dropping you, you know, it says that your chin is. Suspect, you know, like, I'm not saying you got no chin. It was a, it was a long time. I think it was like three years ago, but I just don't think it's a smart move, smart business wise. Could he be Canelo? It's possible, dude. He's a big guy. It's hard. Unless, unless Canelo takes it out of like Mayweather's butt, you know, go yeah, after, go after the, him when he's young. Go after but the see, next up and comer. I don't want it. I like this guy. Under his belt. And when Canelo retires, this can be the next star, dude. Why take his O? Like, that's all I'm saying. It's, I mean, that's what Mayweather did. Mayweather fought Canelo for that one reason because he yeah. knew that. Everybody, like if you were in big in boxing, you you saw Canelo older fight. You can see that that was a guy, that guy was gonna be a star. Yeah, so absolutely. He, Canelo was, was gonna be a star, man. So Mayweather fought him. People were like, "Why is he fighting this kid?" Mm-hmm. When when he called out Canelo Alvarez, and that's the reason why because Mayweather could say, "I have Canelo's mm-hmm. uh, win," you know. I yeah, absolutely. So he can always say, "Yeah, I beat him," you know. But uh, yeah, I like Benavidez a lot, dude. I'm a big fan. I hope him and Canelo don't fight just because I'm big fans of both of them, and I want to be able to to uh you know once canelo starts to hang it up this this guy will kind of like maybe that would be like a passing of the torch you know from one mexican fighter to another yeah that'd be awesome if they match them up it just sucks you know because one of them is gonna lose it it'd be better for boxing if it was canelo because he's on his way out this guy's barely 23 years old you can build him up into a mega star dude sure, i think canelo still got 10 more years bro you think so he, I, the way I, his chin looks yeah i i think the the biggest test would probably be either um the winner of the uh, better be than uh, Marcus Brown or J- Jamal Tarlo. Again? I think Jamal Tarlo, man, just because he could be slick and uh, he does have the power. The I don't two, know about moving things. up, man. Moving up is 
He's already moved up. Yeah. Moving up again. He's just too small for that. I would like to see Triple G. I would love to see Triple G. I think Triple G's too old, man. He hasn't been looking good. I'm the biggest Triple G fan. He hasn't looked good in his last couple fights. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like, it sucks, but for for one, they waited too long to do it the first time. Yeah, they did. They should have just did the third one right after, man. It would have been another big fight. No, but even the first one, I feel like they did it. They waited too long to do the first one. They were trying to build Triple G to get to Canelo. No one wanted to fight Triple G. Yeah, well, apparently it was a duck, but whatever. I mean... I mean, I'll be back in Triple G too. All right, guys, and and, and before we get into <laughs> the uh, the fight reviews, I have a little uh, a new portion I want to call, and uh, I'm gonna just start it off. And I think we're gonna do this every time we get an announcement of a crossover fight. So I like to play this little riff because it's from a band called DRI from an album called Crossover. They're nice. doing punk and us uh, and thrash. We're gonna we cover combat sports and I have some news of some crossover, some MMA stars going into boxing. Former UFC heavyweight champ Junior Dos Santos signs a boxing deal with a promotion. I'm not sure which one, and he's aiming for a big fight with Fury or Joshua. Baby, you want baby? I know that. Not a good idea. Next up, Kurt Brat Pulev versus Vitor Belfort in the works. You serious? So Pulev is a is an actual. I don't know. Well, he was a legit contender. You know what I mean in the heavyweight division. So yeah, that's kind of cool. We'll yeah. see how Vitor actually does against the uh, boxer. He's on like I the. Mean, he did fight an actual boxer, but he was like six. Yeah, well, <laughs> that wasn't fair. Yeah, that wasn't fair. But Pulev is like in the like top fifteen ish out on that side. So we'll see. That's nice. still pretty decent, man. All right. Well, let's get into the fight reviews coming up. And Friday morning, we got one championship, Next Gen 2. Number one ranked uh, bantamweight, uh, Seme Pitch. Seme Pitch Fairtex. I think I'm saying it right. Let me see. Seme Pitch. Yeah, I did say it right. Seme Pitch Fairtex nice. takes on uh, one of Thailand's hottest Muay Thai stars today, man. Ritawanda. The winner, um, the winner could be next uh, to challenge and take on the legendary one bantamweight Muay Thai champion, uh, Nagon, Nago, Nagion, Nago. My bad. Um, <laughs> You're good, man. Sorry, this is going to be a great yeah. fight, man. This is a uh, Muay Thai with the four ounce gloves. Um, Oof. Those pair, are the best. Yeah, man. This is going to be a sick. Uh, Love it. So I was reading the preview from one and it says it's a stat card, but I didn't know anybody on that card. One hasn't disappointed no. yet. Nope. And, yeah, they uh, don't. Man. I was looking clips of the main event, and what I could tell you from uh, what you're gonna get from Fairtex is a strong punch, a strong puncher, and he's great at ev- evading kicks. There, I saw a whole YouTube video of him just kind of slipping kicks, and uh, he's look, he looks like a Muay Thai Mayweather or something. It looks really slick. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> Riddle Wanda is uh, he's actually like I said earlier, he's uh, highly touted. Uh, the, it's a long time coming for him to make this, uh, one debut. And he has some sick front kicks, man. And he flicks those front kicks out. I'm talking like a Leonidas front kick. That, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but he flicks it out like a jab. It's so quick. It's ridiculous, man. Uh, it, it's insane. You have to see it, man. This is going to be a great fight. And this has war written all over it, man. Like I said, Muay Thai with the four ounce gloves. Nice. And that's a uh, one championship next gen Friday morning, 730. Central time. I don't know where you're at. So 
Plan accordingly. You can watch mm-hmm. free yeah. on uh, YouTube on what's it? Bleacher Sports. Yeah, Bleacher. Yeah. Bleacher Sports or Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. There you go. They never disappoint. All yeah, their fights. They're they're great. Yeah. Good at matchmaking. Yeah, man. I, sure. I would tune in if it wasn't even in the morning, man. No lie. And then um, that same Friday later on that night, we have Bellator 271 Cyborg versus uh, Kavanaugh. Striker versus Striker. Cyborg is uh, making her third defense of her title in Bellator, I believe. Yep. And, uh, you know, Cyborg doesn't need no introduction. We know she's one of the most feared women in all of MMA history, one of the most vicious strikers. And not that bad. And DJ is uh, <laughs> in love with her. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. And um, uh, Kavanaugh, I read somewhere that she is an Irish national boxing champion. She trains with uh, Connor. I don't know if she trains with Connor, man. I, I no Connor lit her up if they do train with really. um, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He look he he looks like he's all about equal rights and equal lefts. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I didn't I didn't make a pick for this fight. Um, uh, actually, uh, Aaron Pico was also on the card. Another guy who oh, unfortunately yeah. they were building up, but it didn't kind of fell kind of short. But uh, he's still a, a good talent, and I hope to see him bounce back. Yeah, I didn't make a pick for the main event, but I'm just letting you guys know. Friday night, Bellator 271. Did you guys make a pick? Do you guys want to say anything else? But uh, Cyborg's going to knock her out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, Cyborg. that's why I didn't make a pick. It's- yeah. All right, guys. Next up in the MMA, UFC fight night. Holloway versus Rodriguez. I'm going to kick it off to Jeff. Yeah, it's a UFC fight night, guys. So don't get uh, too excited. Last couple of weeks, we've been spoiled with these uh, back-to-back pay-per-view cards uh, stacked. Real, real quick, is this... I thought I read that it's um UK time. Is it like three o'clock our time, or is it normal at night? Um, I think it's uh no, it is early. It's like at four. Right, it is right. It's, it's like, like at UK four o'clock time, our right? time. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a little early. I think it's in Vegas. Yeah. But it is early, Steve. Oh, I think it starts weird. like at four uh, our time. I wonder what's going on that night. Yeah. yeah. See, it's at the apex. Oh the apex. yeah. Uh, I texted Dana White. We're having our friends giving. I said we need fights. Oh, that's right. Lined up all day. Can you move the? Max Holloway fight earlier, yeah. So we could um, watch that while we eat dinner and then watch boxing later. He said, "Yeah, sure. sure. I kind of want to watch the boxing later too." Guys, come quit watching those boxing fights, though. Man. <laughs> we'll tell him when he comes to the friendsgiving, man. <laughs> but yeah, I get into it, Jim. My bad. Like I said, guys, it, this is a free card. Pretty much, just the main event is is what I'm looking forward to. Uh, if you guys are looking forward to any of these other card fights on the main card, here they are: it's Felicia Spencer versus Leah Letson, Cynthia Calvillo versus Andrea Lee, Ben Rothwell, Rothwell versus uh, Marcos Rogerio de Lima, uh, Philip Linz versus Ovin Saint Prue, and uh, the main event: Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. I'm super excited for. Holloway versus Rodriguez. I don't think Rodriguez even deserves to be fighting Max Holloway, but this is the second time that they've booked this fight. So um, I'm just glad that it's happening. Yeah. Max finally getting back in the octagon. Yeah, man. Holloway is probably the best boxer in MMA. Maybe if you could argue with uh, Poirier, maybe, because he did beat him. I know that. But uh, I think Max looked better. I think uh, it was just that what made it's Poirier. the power thing. The power thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, with Max Holloway, man, like I said, he's the best boxer in MMA, in my opinion. Could be, yeah. Lots of feints. Yep. Accurate with his punches. And and I think his ability to cut off the cage is pretty underrated. I'd never hear anybody talk about that. Uh, and, he, and he has good takedown defense, and he's got jiu-jitsu and wrestling, man. He's see, he, he really doesn't have too many flaws, man. Yep. I mean, and the only flaw he had is when he moved up. It's the power thing. Yep. So good point. Yeah, man. And Rodriguez, to me, he's an explosive, dynamic, creative striker. I mean, look at the KO of Korean Zombie. Like, who would have, like, if we were in 2005, 
And I and I was talking to Joe Rogan, Dana White, and say, hey, one day there's gonna be a what, what do you even call that? What do you even call that? I don't even know what that is. An upside down, fucking upside down, backwards fucking weird, elbow, inverted elbow, like yeah, that was they, insane. They say no way, and yeah, so he's just creative, man. That's, and he was he was losing that fight, by yeah, the way. That was that was a hell mary. Yeah, yep. that's what that was a hell mary. Throwing everything. Yeah, and uh, other than that, dude, he's creative kicker, great kicks, and he has really good slick uh, oblique kicks that he, they just go out really fast, man. Um, These kicks are powerful too, man. Yeah, guys. Uh, <laughs> and you guys want to add anything else about this? Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Holloway is one of my favorite fighters on the UFC roster just because he brings it every time. And I, I see him uh, exposing Yair's boxing. I don't think Yair has good hands at all. I think they are actually below average, and that's at MMA standard. So I see just Max being in his face all night, right in his face, not giving him space to kick. And uh, I see Max just putting a, a pretty uh, ugly beating on him. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't think, I mean, it's a five round fight, right? So I don't think he has a gas tank to Yeah, he doesn't have no fight. No, yeah. Well, he's Mexican. But he had heart. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's a tough guy. Like, I'll give him that. He's, yeah. he's tough. So it might be a little hard for Max to get him out of the way. He's gonna, his, but I think he will. I think Max always, uh, I think his hands are going to be hurting more than his face. But um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good fight. And for some reason, Max, like, I'm just assuming he's going to come out and not give him that, not fight at kicking distance. If for some reason Max Holloway comes out and does decide to stand at kicking distance and not get right in his face, he could get knocked out, dude. That's how good he is at kicking. Yep. And I mean, that's a risk, though. Why would you take someone... Someone way way below you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's ranked number three, and I think number, who's number two? Uh, Sterling? Or was it... Uh, uh, no, Sterling's bantamweight. Uh, oh, I don't know, dude. I, honestly, I don't know, but you are right, Steve. Uh, yeah, Rodriguez is way up there, top five. Um, I, just, I think everybody was tied up. I think yeah. we discussed it last time, and somebody was tied up with somebody. Yeah, everyone else was matched up already, I think. But it was like Volk, Max, Ortega... And oh, because Ortega and Volk were fighting. We're that's fighting. why. Yeah. yeah, they just they just fought like a month ago, right or two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you guys' picks? Holloway by knockout. Holloway by TKO. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Holloway in the fourth round. Yeah, man. I, I same thing, man. Holloway. He's gonna break him down and then finish him off later rounds. Probably four. You're right, DJ. All right. Anything else about this card? No, that's it, man. All right, guys. It's been a while, but I'm I'm glad to play the sound clip again. All right, guys, we got Kid Galahad versus Kiko Martinez on Dazan Saturday afternoon, starting at, I believe, 1 o'clock Central Time on Dazan. I just thought I'd, I'd mention I, I'm a fan of uh, Kid Galahad. Uh, I enjoyed his last performance. The champion, so, right? Yeah, he, he just won the belt, his last outing. Uh, we actually covered that. Uh, I'll just get into it real quick. Martinez is 42 and 10. 29 KOs. He's the former IBF super bantamweight champ. He's a seasoned veteran. He's going to come in and pressure, pressure, pressure. Uh, Galahad, he's 28 and 1, 17 KOs, a good boxer off the back foot. He has an awkward style and that, that throws off a lot of his opponents, man. Uh, it, I, I enjoy it. I think Galahad has the movement and boxing skills and I think he's going to get a comfortable, uh, unanimous decision. I don't know if you guys want to add anything about that. They're fighting at, uh, featherweight. Uh, let me see. Or is it for his, cause Galahad has the, holds the IBF title, right? Yeah. Featherweight, uh, which is 126. Yeah. He doesn't have a belt. He's the former, uh, Martinez is the former champion. Wait. Uh, so Kid Galahad doesn't have a belt? No. Galahad has the belt. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah Galahad's IBF. Yeah. Featherweight. There we go. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of Galahad. It's not, um, for all you MMA fans, I'm not, uh, boasting that, that that's the guy you need to see. I'm just, uh, 
I'm a, I'm a fan. So I just thought I'd throw it out there. And that, like I said, Dizan always put some pretty good cards. Uh, all those, a lot of those guys on the undercard, you know, I, I, I don't even know most of them either, but those guys that have nothing to lose always put on a good show, man. But it does suck. This is going to be on the same time as the UFC fight night. But regardless, it's still going to be a good fight. Sorry, guys. You, I know you got two screens in your house. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you be looking like me. <laughs> <laughs> look like uh, Luis's dog when I look at one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get into probably the co-main event of the night, man. Um, David Benavides versus Chiron Davis. Uh, late replacement. Um, I didn't even write anything for Davis because I think he's going to get fucking smashed. Um, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think he hasn't even fought in a year. Well, that's nice. I think, and <laughs> apparently he's a a rapper, and so I think he's coming in for the paycheck. So I'm he's just a gonna sacrificial lamb. Yeah, I'm just gonna post. I'm just gonna boast David Benavides right now, man. Yeah. He's 24 and 0, 21 KOs. That's an 88 percent knockout ratio. The dude is big, strong, relentless, come forward combination puncher. That seven punch knockout that he had was insane. Yeah. I don't know if you could find that, but it's crazy. Every punch uh, is intended to kill. He's one bad dude, man. He's like I said, he's gonna smash Davis. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I've I've already been watching um, a lot of his uh, his uh, his fights um, because you know Canelo just beat Plant, and Benavides is one of the guys that a lot of people want to see Canelo fight. Um, so I, I was, you know, today and yesterday I was watching, you know, a lot of his clips, a lot of his fights on a, on YouTube mm -hmm. and the guy is, he's special, man. Yeah, uh, he I can see why people want Canelo to fight him. I don't agree. Like I said earlier in the show, I think he's a little too young and why, why take that risk with someone that's going to be I, a star, dude? You I know? think if you combined, uh, Benavides and Caleb Plant, that's how you beat Canelo. Yeah. That yeah. pop that pop on the combination, those sweet hands, but there was no power on those hands. Power. Exactly. There was the, you know what I mean? Yep. So if you gave if you just gave Caleb Plant all of David Benavides's power and like offensive uh skills, yeah. I think yeah, that that that's the fighter that beats Canelo. <laughs> I mean I mean yeah. if you look at Canelo's neck, his neck is the side of oh, the neck. That's a fucking Tyson. You know yeah, I mean? have you seen the exercise he does with his neck? Uh, yeah, yes. yeah. His neck's the size of your thigh. I yeah. you, the average man's thigh is no bigger than, than Canelo's neck. Yeah. I mean, yep. th that dude's not going to get knocked out. It's hard. I mean, it's going to take a, a yeah. right on the sweet spot, man. Benavides has the power to do yeah, it. And but he needs to run into it, too, at the same time. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I think Benavides just needs to work a little more on, on his defense before he fights someone like Canelo. You know? yeah. yeah, but, man, imagine if uh, Weed Hands had that pop, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He'd be a scary fighter yeah, yeah, if he, he had, had that pop. Yeah, power, that would be... I, yeah, I think his whole fighting style would change, no? Because now you don't have to be so defensive, dude. If you got the power like David Benavides, you yeah, can go out there and finish people. Yeah, just take him out like six rounds. Yeah. Go home with your family early. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into the main event of the night. Oh, actually, real quick. Uh, so, so far, the fight schedule is um, you got uh, one championship Friday morning, mm -hmm. 7.30 Central Time. And then Friday night, you got... Bellator 271 Cyborg versus Kavanaugh. And then Saturday around the same time, unfortunately, you have UFC Fight Night, uh, Holloway versus Rodriguez. And then you got the kid Galahad versus Kiko Martinez on Dizan. And, uh, Saturday night on Showtime, you have the David Benavides versus Carrion or Caron Davis. 
Carrion or Car- was it Carrion or Caron? Chiron. Chiron Davis. Something. I don't know what that is. Uh, that, yeah, you're going to see a, a sick knockout right there. Yeah. That's on Showtime. And let's get into the main event. Like I said, this is going to be on Dazan again uh, later on tonight. Probably the same time, unfortunately, as a David Benavides fight. Fuck. Um, that sucks, dude. But this is Jamie Munguia versus Gabriel Rosado. And this, I love this fight, man. This fight is going to be a war. There's no other way to, that it could end. These guys are not going to slip and move and and work. These guys are going to go to war, man. Now, yep. This is the classic Mexico versus Puerto Rico. Pretty cool, man. We just, had, we just had one, what, like a week ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even bring up that knockout because... Oh, because we, we missed the show. Yeah, man. Uh, what was it? Uh, Zipeta's knockout of uh, Vargas. Vargas. Yep. That was awesome, sick, man. man. Yep. Yeah, I mean, guys, you, you if you're going to be cocky, you got to back it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm ready, Chris, to get into this fight, man. There you go. That set the mood right there. Mongia, he's 37-0 and 0 with 30 KOs. And he's only 25. Like... Seriously, dude. He's yeah. the former WBO champ at, at 154. He's already had three fights at middleweight. This is going to be his fourth, I believe. He has devastating power in both hands. Relentless, come forward style. Um, he jabs. He'll jab once, and he'll f- it's followed up by a shit ton of hooks. But Rosado would be Munguia's biggest test to date. And um, if Munguia beats Rosado and Demetrius Andre, uh, a.k.a. Bubu, Beats uh, Jason Quigley on Friday, November 19th. We may have a big fight on our hands in the summer. Um, but apparently, Munguia ducked Boo Boo when he was his mandatory in the past. So we'll see if that happens. But um, that would be a great fight. And let me get into Rosado. Rosado is 26 and 13 with one draw, 13 KOs. He's a good fighter, decent power, decent hand speed. Uh, decent, you know, boxing fundamentals. He's, he's as durable as they come. He's been there. He's been in there with the likes of, uh, Triple G, Daniel Jacobs, Charlo. You know what I mean? And I know there's 13 losses, but don't let the record fool you. Uh, he's been on the wrong end of some controversial decisions. In my opinion, he beat Daniel Jacobs. He got robbed against Luis, uh, uh, Aries. And, uh, and one of the worst decisions I ever saw was against, uh, Martin Murray. That I, I thought he won, man. And, and he held his own against Triple G, man. He's one of those dark horses. The type of guy that if you don't take him seriously, he'll knock you the fuck out, man. And we saw that when he fought Triple G. I think Triple G was taking some rounds off and he was tagging him. Triple G's like, oh, shit, okay. All right. And he started putting it on him. And then, that, you know, that's when they stopped the fight. I believe his face was so mangled. Yeah. He has heart. Yeah, man. Um, Like I said, you got to take him seriously or knock you out, man. And he seems determined to beat Munguia. I mean, he caught him out. Over uh, after his upset uh, KO victory over hot prospect uh, Betamir uh, Metalakuza uh, in his last fight, um, so this is going to be a good fight, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to add anything else. No, man, just really looking forward to it. I've been watching Mugia for a long time. I saw Rosado fight Triple G, and uh, yeah, it just looks like a, a really good matchup, uh, a fan friendly matchup for sure. You guys want to throw some picks out there? I got Mugia. Yeah, I got Munguia. I've been hesitant to do the upsets, and I should have the last couple of shows because I remember when I wanted to pick uh, Ugas as the upset, but I was like, no, that's stupid. It's Pacquiao, you know? <laughs> and then um, what else? I wanted to pick Glover, too. I think in the last show, I was like, my original pick was Glover because uh, Jan 
telegraphs his uh, punches, and I thought he could capitalize. So I I don't want to pick against. <laughs> there you go. I told Chris to get that sound clip and use it against me. That's perfect though. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know what? Uh, I don't want to pick against McGee, but uh, I I feel an upset coming, man. Like this 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 dude held his own with the elite guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I pick an upset, Gabriel Rosado, maybe uh, on points, but a points war. Not no, you know, bullshit like a war. Yeah. A yeah, fucking no, no war. Hugging, no, yeah, man. This yeah. is going to be the MMA fans. Wait, so you think, so both these dudes are going to be coming forward, right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I think it's, it's, I think it's a, it's bold to say they don't make it to the scorecards. I think one of these dudes is getting knocked out. Think so? You don't think so? No fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Rosado is just so durable, man. He has a chin. It's true. It's true. And uh, we don't know if Munguia has a chin. So and this is his biggest test. test. Like, if you look at Munguia's record, he has some notable names that I was high on, but they didn't turn out to be pretty good. Like, Spike Sullivan off the top of my head. Hmm. I was, like, excited about him, but he turned it out to be, you know, just like a flash in the pan. But there's nobody hmm. good on his resume, like, on Rosado's. Like, he got the who's who, you know what I mean? And, um, right, right. He, like I said, Daniel Jacobs is not elite, but he's right a notch, a couple notches below. He's and, a good barometer guy, right? Yeah. And I, I, I thought he, I thought he won that fight, man. So I'm just, I'm, I'm picking an upset. Okay. You're changing my mind a little bit, Jeff, about <laughs> going to decision. Maybe, um, okay. I'm still going to go with Rosado, but, uh, I'll pay, I'll pick, um, um, a sneaky stoppage. I think he's going to bait him in like his last knockout, uh, last stoppage and, uh, Get a pretty surprise one punch knockout. Yeah, it can yeah. happen, man. I can see that. It's boxing, man. Boxing, yep. yep. Anything can happen. Like Either that. way, man, this is going to be awesome. I think yeah. it's going to be a great fight. MMA fans, um, if you're interested, I know. So a lot of uh, podcasts are covering boxing now, and let you know, guys, we've been we've been doing it from the start since episode one because we realize it's it's combat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yep. Like I told the guys, uh, I love a one-two regardless of the glove size. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why we watch Bare Knuckle. There's not even a fucking glove. Yeah. And we will watch it too. Yeah. It's Hell just yeah. the art of combat, man. I, we love it. We know you love it. That's why you're watching. It's the fight spirit. You know? And I'm telling you right now, tune into this fight. This is going to be a man's man's fight. This is going to be the fights that uh, your your grandparents remembered watching. You know, <laughs> yeah. back in their day when, when uh, you're sick, you just got a shot of whiskey and a... What else? So I don't even know. When you were <laughs> sick, they told you to drink a gallon of water and change your socks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rub some Vicks and you're good. So, yeah, I, I can't wait. I think um, that's all we have for the fight previews. And we'll be right back. I'll be back. All right, guys. You know what it is? It's time for the NFL portion of TDs and flying knees and unfortunately your host with the most Luis isn't here he's sick with COVID due to me I'm sorry I, th- I thought it was because he was hanging out there in Rogers <laughs> you know get well soon Luis we yeah get you, well man. soon uh, we just were just so realizing happens. how hard this is right now <laughs> just, uh, yeah. just so happens he, you know he gets COVID when Aaron Rodgers get COVID right so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I think right. he just loves Rogers so much that he felt yeah. it he wanted to feel his pain <laughs> <laughs> He's cherishing every last moment with him before he leaves next year. Yeah. yeah. So forgive us, guys, if the NFL portion is not up to par like Luis has. He truly is missed. 
on these uh, NFL portions. So we'll get right into it. Uh, the Thursday matchup, the uh, six and two Ravens versus the two and seven Dolphins. You obviously start Lamar Jackson. Do you play Tua if he comes back? I think I think you do play Tua if he comes back. I know he fractured his uh, his finger, mm-hmm. but the coaches were saying that he could still throw the ball, and he doesn't seem like he's having issues with it. They just sat him out this week just to give him another break. So, okay. Um, but he is an emergency uh, backup. So if all else fails, he's gonna play. Right. So I, I think that's what he was this week too, right? Yeah, that's what he was yeah. this week. So I mean, he messed up my lineup, but it's all right. Jimmy G came through. I'd be a little bit, uh, just a little bit worried to start him against the Ravens, but. I don't know. Like, I I think, um, is he a, is, do you guys, uh, like start, like, is he your starter, like your QB one, or are you starting two if you're like starting quarterback uh, is injured? It, yeah. I mean, if you're injured, if your quarterback is injured or you're streaming quarterbacks or you're in a two quarterback, two quarterback league, league, I think that's, yeah. If it was right. two is your main quarterback and attempt team league, you, you fucked up. Struggling. You're struggling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should have listened to this show to re- uh, week one. Yeah. yeah. You would have been there. Yeah, you would probably be number one or two. Right yeah, now. you wouldn't be worried about playing Tua, but uh, yeah, like I have Tua, but he's in my my backup on mm-hmm. my two on my uh, my two quarterback league. Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. Tua, Tua in my backup for Aaron Rodgers, and uh, he did good on on, on the bye week. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's, he's averaging good points, so it's not like he's solid, but yeah, he's, he's decent for to fit in with the matchups. This matchup, it could be a blowout. So I mean, it could be a shootout. So. Um, if two was healthy, I mean, and you struggling, yeah, I mean, I would play him. So I just got a, a breaking news from um, Sleeper saying that uh, the Seahawks have shown strong interest in adding Odell Beckham. Sources say quarterback Russell Wilson has urged Seahawks brass to get Beckham. I've been telling Luis, man, if you add if you add Odell, he's gonna help, dude. I I do think he still has it. I I think that it's him and Baker weren't able to get. You know, going ever get on the same page. You know, they just didn't yeah, have the chemistry. I mean, there might have been locker room issues. You know, because he Could've has been. a personality. Yeah, he's, he looks like a diva, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. Wide, wide receivers know. are always known to be. Divas I think uh, and Bobby Wagner sport. and uh, Adams will put him in check real quick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. and and Pete Carroll. You know, like he he wants to join a contender. So I get like AB uh, vibes from him. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like like he he was a, a diva in the past. He was a distraction in the past. But I think he's hit a point in his career. Where he's like. I want to win. So if I want to win, I want to join a good team. If they'll only have me, if I clean it up, clean up my act, then I'll clean up my act if I that's think, what it takes. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, um, maybe the Seahawks could, could clean them up. Of course, you know, Belichick would clean them up if he goes to New England. Yeah, but and I wouldn't then, want to go there with Mac Jones. Yeah. I then, would go and join Russell and Wilson. And Tom Brady would clean them up. If oh, for go. sure. But yeah, but Tom Brady would not go for him. They don't have room. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess in the, the Ravens, uh, you start Lamar Jackson. You don't start any running backs, in my opinion. Uh, you yeah. start uh, Hollywood Brown and probably Mark Andrews. You drafted him that high. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if you guys, maybe Rashad Bateman has like a deep dive flex. Yeah. If I had to start one of the running backs, definitely go with Devonta Freeman. He's the one that's been getting most of the touches. I think he had a receiving touchdown just yeah, past yeah. week or a rushing yeah. touchdown, one of the two. I know Bell had a touchdown, but it was just like at the two yard. Yeah. He, he gets, Bell's thing. yeah, he gets a, uh, yeah, goal line and, and in Dolphins. Um, maybe you start, uh, Tua. Yeah. If yeah. it comes back. And like I said, only if you're in a, if you're, you know, streaming, you're doing two quarterback league. Uh, Gasicki, I think. You start, he's getting all those targets. I mean, tight end is so thin. 
And uh, do you start Miles Gaston? He's been looking pretty decent. Yeah, he has. Uh, like ever since uh, Malcolm Brown went down, I think he's been looking better. Like he, I think he's a decent flex. Yeah, and I, I think uh, Jalen Waddle is a a, a a decent flex too as well. Uh, yeah. Not as good as uh, Gaskin, but I mean. Yeah, you know, I like Waddle too. If I had to start one of the receivers, I'm picking Waddle for sure. Yeah. All right, next up, guys, we have the Saints and Titans. The Saints are five and three, and the Titans are seven and two. Surprisingly, this, I guess on the go ahead, DJ. I'm yeah, sorry. this is uh, this is hard. Both teams are really good defense, and yes. it's hard to put points up on these two teams. Like your players to yeah. put points on these two teams. So uh, usually, like uh, like with the Saints, their run defense is crazy good. So your running backs, you know, you're gonna roll your dice if you got a top running back. You're rolling dice, and same with the Tennessee. Mm. So this is going to be a tough one. Yeah, Tennessee Titans, man, they got wins over some really good teams, the, the Bills and the Rams this yeah. season. So yeah. they might actually be legit contenders. On the New Orleans, on the New Orleans Saints side, I'm probably just only starting Kamara. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's definitely the the only one you would want to start. Yeah, and then yeah. On, on, the, so comfortable. on the Titans side, uh, I would start Ryan Tannehill. Um, like I said, he's probably not your quarterback in a 10-team league, but if you have him – as your uh, quarterback in the super flex, you're, you're you're pretty decent off right now. Definitely start AJ Brown, AJ of course, Brown, Julio Jones, um, and I guess you kind of have to start McNichols, right? Because he's again he's gonna get that volume. Well, he didn't get much this no? week, so it might be Adrian Peterson if they're yeah. ahead because yeah. he didn't really get too many. Adrian Peterson is the one who got most of the carries, and mm-hmm. and even Deonta Foreman was getting yeah. carries. Yeah, it's, it's I would just, try to stay away from them. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Not, not right now. Start them, but uh, yeah. if you're hurting, if you're the one who lost, uh, you know, Peterson, uh, I think eight. put up nine nine points, but he had he scored a touchdown, so he really only like three points came from his yardage, you know. Yeah, and you know, Derrick Henry's it's man that hurt whoever has Derrick Henry. I feel bad for those. Yeah, guys. man, that sucks. I thought I felt bad for having Christian McCaffrey, but no, <laughs> he, he's he's a league winner, man, and he'll be missed. He's special for sure, man. Uh, next up, we got the five and three Bills uh, going up against the two and six Jets. And um, on the Bills side, of course, you're going to start Josh Allen, Josh Allen, yep. uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I like him as a, a as a flex. Hey, Cole um, Beasley's Cole, not a bad Cole Beasley's flex. been yeah, it's not yeah, he's not a bad flex. You're right. Uh, he played uh, Kobe Beasley's the one that got all the targets this week, right? Yeah, Emmanuel yeah, Sanders yeah. barely got anything. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I still don't like their running back situation, man. But um, you know, and, yeah, I agree. And, and I don't like the Jets. Them. The Jets, they're not they're not the best defense, and they're not the worst, to be honest. Against yeah. the pass game, though, that's for sure. For the rushing, yeah, their defense is a little weak on the rushing side. Bills don't rush anybody. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they don't yeah. have anybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Yeah, on the New York Jets side, uh, I don't even know if you start any quarterback. I think Mike White had that flash in the pan, but came back down to reality. I think. Yeah, he got hurt. He got oh, hurt. He, got hurt. he okay. didn't play. Yeah, he got hurt. He was he did he was looking really good in the first quarter. He threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, beautiful touchdown pass. Beautiful drive, and then he hurt his wrist. It took him or his hand took him out of the game. Something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you started anybody on the Jets. I'd man. start Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Yeah, Michael Carter's. Probably the guy past few there. weeks, he's had decent games, decent. you know. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, actually, I think he flex. put up 10 or something around, and then last week he had like 20 something. Yeah, he's definitely one of you going to be your flex running back in this game because, yeah, because, yeah, um, and plus, if you want, if you're holding that Michael Carter's your number one, number two running back, you're having issues already. Back. <laughs> yeah, man, you're already having issues. Yeah, you might have uh, Christian McCaffrey I'd... or Derrick Henry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, sure. uh, next 
up, guys, uh, unless there's anything else you want to no, say. No, no, okay. we're good. Yeah. Uh, next up, the 0-8 Lions against the 4-3 and Steelers. And on the Lions side, um, you start maybe DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. That's probably the only people. Yeah, yeah, those are the only two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Swift would be the only one. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, on the, the Steelers side, definitely start Najee Harris. Deontay Johnson, Clay Chapel, maybe as a flex. Claypool, Johnson hasn't been living up to how we, his numbers last year, but he's still getting yeah. a shit ton of targets. So yeah. you have to start him, man. And he, you know he's a beast. He just it's because of Rottlesberger, man. It's not yep, as good. He's struggling, man. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, you start uh, Harris with confidence. Johnson, Claypool. That's about it for me, man. I don't know if you guys see anything else about that. Nah, I'm good there, man. Yeah, Harris. Confidently starting Harris. A little worried about Johnson and Claypool, but yeah, I can see them as starting in, in a flex. And uh, next up, guys, we have the 2-6 and six Jacksonville Jaguars going against the 4-5 and five Colts. And on the Jacksonville side, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence did come back, right, from that injury last yes. week? So he's not hurt. Yep. Okay. So they, he beat the Bills. <laughs> yeah, man, that's so crazy, dude. Um, I don't know who I would start confidently um, on the on the Jaguars because uh, James Robinson's hurt. Yeah, I'm not starting anyone confidently. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Yeah, guys, so I, this is like a pass, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Colts defense is good too, so I don't see a running game or a passing game. I mean, maybe a passing game, but I don't see the running game picking up. Carlos Hyde is a good running back, but. Nah, I think he's yeah, not, not going to be somebody you want. I'm staying away from them. He's yeah. not going to be somebody you yeah. want to put in. If you want to put Carl side in, you're having issues. Yeah. <laughs> and on the Colts side, uh, you start Jonathan Taylor for sure with oh, confidence. Definitely, that dude's uh, a man. I actually like Michael Pittman too. Um, not not as a maybe starting one or two, but maybe a flex as definitely. well. Definitely matchup. This matchup will be good for him. Carson Wentz is a decent uh, plug and play. Yeah, if you're is. streaming, he's been doing really good with that offense. So, yeah. But uh, other than I, that, I like Michael Pittman so much. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you drafted him too, you got him late. So you, yeah. you got yourself yeah, you did. a steal you got really late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, Chris. And, uh, <laughs> so that's all for that one. And next up, we got the six and two Bills. I'm um, sorry, six and two Buccaneers going against the two and six uh, Washington football teams. Come on, guys. When are you going to think of a name? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's go back to Redskins. I know, right? What's wrong with it? Uh, okay, I still call them the Redskins. <laughs> they are the Skins, yeah. by the way. On the Tampa Bay side, you start Tom Brady for sure. Um, do you start? Uh, you have to start. I mean, all those wide receivers you can start on those Antonio receivers, Brown. Yeah. They, they have uh, Brock, Evans first on the depth chart. Who? Yeah, they have yeah, him first. Yeah. They always dude, have him first? I, dude, I, I feel the same way. I think they're interchangeable. Oh, yeah, my like God. All yeah, of them, you, you start Gronk for sure with confidence. Yeah, I think he's healthy. He'll be healthy. He'll be back. So. I guess last time he came back, he only played for like half the game, right? Yeah, I think he pulled. He, got hurt. he had a pinched nerve or something, but it wasn't had to do with his ribs. So that's a good thing. That was oh, yeah, yeah. Out. And uh, Leonard Fournette. DJ, you start Leonard Fournette? I would start yeah, Leonard oh, yeah. in this matchup. And Leonard Fournette's looking... Like a decent back, like a decent. Tom Brady's swag is just rubbing off everybody. Everybody, man. yep. Everybody's you know vibing. I mean? That's a good team, right there. Um, on the Washington side, um, uh, I'd start Terry. Scary Terry. Yeah, and Terry I mean, McLaurin. Antonio Gibson. Nah, I'm not even starting. Yeah, him. Jeff's not starting. I know he's Who been benched. I, I gave up on. Well, him. you know what, McKiss- McKissick is actually 
pretty decent. He's he, good, dude. He gets McKissick catches. looks more explosive than Gibson when he gets the ball he's in his like, hand. He's like Pollard, you know. If he can yeah, play him. yeah, he he, he's good on the catch and the run, and uh, he, he's good uh, uh, running on the outside. So JD McKissick had more targets than Gibson, and then Jarrett Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jarrett Patterson <laughs> had more carries than him. Yeah. So McKissick is getting more targets. Patterson is getting more carries than Tony Gibson. I don't fucking know why work, he's even listed as the RB1. They're right working there. him out. I think they're going to work him down the list. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> McKissick looks good. I have him at the waiver. He does. I mean, he, he's, my, he's, my, um, he's my flex. So I put him in when I don't have running backs. Well, hey, thank God we... Wait, was... Gibson almost made our top 10, right? But we put Mixon uh, instead, right? So, thank God. I hope he wasn't in there. No, I think we, we I was, I was yeah. kind of edging him, but they were like, no, nah, Mixon. So, I was like, oh, all right, Mick. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank hopefully God. Hopefully, that's how it went down. Credibility. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess you just start Terry McLaurin and maybe J.D. McKissick. I don't even know if you start McKissick with confidence. You're well, probably hurting. Yeah, are you definitely yeah, a waiver or is it bye week guy? Yeah, he's yeah, a plug, plug and play yeah. filling. Uh, Logan yeah. Thomas is back this week. So oh, okay, him, there, there you go. Yeah. He's back from oh, IR, yeah, right? He's back. Yeah, yeah that's the start. Because he, he, uh, lo- he loves his tight end. Um, and then next up, guys, we have the 5-4 and four Browns against the 5-4 and four Patriots and on the Brown side, you start Nick Chubb, of course. Chubb, Chubb um, do you start anybody else? Honestly, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, right? You I just mean, don't. Actually, people are people are high on them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, people are high actually on um, um people Jones. Oh, um, Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah, yeah. he had a long touchdown reception, yeah, he he like sixty yeah. yards he's or something. Been having um, I think back to back games where he's getting good target. Right. So. Well, per DJ, uh, look out for uh, people's jokes yeah, because on the waiver. someone needs to yeah. take those uh, targets. Definitely on the waiver. You know I mean? people yep. And, I, and it looks like he's got more chemistry with uh, Baker than Odell did. Yeah. So. yeah. And he's a speedster, so he's going to go for yeah. those long passes. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Landry's not the touchdown big play guy. He's the yes. short yardage. Yes. That's That's why, I've never understood why their passing game like it pretty much sucks. And I don't know why, because they have such a good run game. They should have defenses you know, off balance. Yeah, that's, that's the Niners yeah. issue too. Niners have such a good run game, but yeah. their passing game is trash. I don't know why people just say can't click. I guess uh, on the new right quarterback on the New England side, guys. You, uh, I get I, honestly, I'd say you start Damian Harris. He's been looking good lately. Yeah. Dude, Ramondre Stevenson has looked kind of good too, but I wouldn't be comfortable starting him just yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you have him and Harris gets hurt, you he's gonna be a good. Bench. Yeah, he's gonna be good. And other than that, man, I don't know about maybe. Jacob Myers is okay, but Hunter Henry, I think. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I guess you have to start Hunter Henry because, like I said, tight end is so thin. Yeah. So, yeah. but for sure, you start a uh, Harris man. If you get, you got him, you you got a decent pick. I know it took a while for him to come along, but he's coming along, and you know, and he's on the Patriots. So still coached by Bill Belichick. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, next up, we got the four and four Atlanta Falcons going against the six and two Dallas Cowboys. And on the Falcon side, you start Cordell Patterson for sure. And that is it. <laughs> oh, Kyle Pitts, actually. I'm sorry. Right. For sure. And that's, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, Matt Ryan had a good game this week. So, and if it's with the Cowboys, it could be a shootout. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it could be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a pretty, yeah, you're Teddy, right. I don't Ted, know, man. Teddy Bridgewaters did put up a lot of points. One thing about the Falcons is they, for some reason, they always have our number. Yeah. yeah. When, when we play them, like they put up a lot of points on us, dude. So I wouldn't be surprised if they put up 28, 
you know, even 35 points on this. We're going to have to score a lot to beat them. <laughs> I wish the NFL app would let me play Cordell Patterson as a wide receiver. That would fix my issue. Man. Wait, they don't have him? No, uh, it's he's as a running back. I have to play him as that a running sucks, back. sucks, dude. Yahoo has him as a wide receiver and running back. Yeah, man. And yeah, I, he said, uh, I think in an interview, he said, my mom, she worked two jobs. No, three you know, jobs. Oh, three jobs. She did three different out. jobs. I could play three, three different, different positions. positions. Yeah. I like that, dude. I, I think I reposted that, too, on the yeah. Facebook. I saw What a good like guy, that. man. Dude, that's but, a good player right there, too. Yeah, you know what? Uh, maybe you start Ryan uh, as a plug-and-play, or if you're in a two-quarterback league, I feel confident about that. Um, Real quick, guys. Cordero Patterson had nine rushing attempts and uh, six targets. So, I mean, that's awesome to me, dude. Like, really I, don't, I don't know yeah, where this numbers. came from, Cordero Patterson, but I wish, you know, I think this is like, he's been in the league a long time, dude, like eight yeah. like eight years, years or something. Yeah. I, 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 picked, I picked him up his first, his mm-hmm. rookie year, and um, I picked him because he was like number one wide receiver on the waiver wire. I picked him up. And um, the thing is, yeah, he was a punt returner. He was getting no targets at all, but he was putting, yeah, yeah, on the Vikings, exactly. He was getting like 200 yards a game just on the punt return. Yeah, and I was like, and then from there, he kind of just, you know, didn't mesh with teams, like his special teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the Bears for a while. Oh, the Bears. He's found his home here, man. And yeah, yeah, you start him. And if you got him, you got him off the waiver wire and you're, you got to still, he's the number two running back in most uh, half PPR. Leagues, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you start Kyle Pitts for sure. Uh, other than that, I don't touch anybody else, man. Yeah. On the, on that Falcons yep. and, uh, on the Cowboys, for sure, you start Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. You have to start, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I like Tony, uh, Pollard as like, um, a flex, man. He's been getting some work. Um, that I don't know if it's like, um, not as good as the, uh, combination of, uh, Chubb and Hunt, but it's kind of a couple of notches below, but you could still get points off Pollard. Yeah, Pollard, Pollard's a good uh, player. So, yeah. For sure, you start CD Lamb. And Zeke's, uh, Zeke's knee has been hurting, has been bothering him. Tony Pollard might start getting more more uh, touch. Uh, you start CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, I think, for sure. Uh, Dalton Schultz, you start. Hey, this guy Turner, yeah, man. You, this you, dude Turner turned, <laughs> turned it up this weekend. Yeah, you know what? You, you kind of just... That was weird, right? You kind of just... Yeah, yeah. Uh, when on drafting, you know, when you on draft day, you kind of just wanted pieces of the Dallas Cowboys uh, offense. You know what I mean? Even yeah. I know when I drafted, I, I wanted I didn't get to get uh, Cooper or uh, CD, so I drafted a uh, Gallup just so I could have that. You know, piece. Oh, and I think he'll be back this week. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be back. He but I have too much wide receivers, so yeah, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, you start you start CD Amari, uh, Prescott. Alien and, and, and Pollard and uh, Schultz, for sure, man. For sure. Damn, that was a lot, right? Yeah, you start them, man. You That's just do their high-powered yeah, offense. points there, you know? Yeah. I mean, people are going to be all pissed off because they didn't get points this week from their guys. but <laughs> Yeah, terrible week this week, guys. But next week should be back to – Yeah, that was hopefully pretty, back to normal. It's crazy, though. Like, they had, like, nine games of good points, right? And they get one bad week and fuck the Cowboys right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, you have the uh, four and five Carolina Panthers going up against – uh, the eight and one, uh, Cardinals, and I think this is the start of the three o'clock games, I yep. believe. Yep. Uh, on the Panthers side, uh, you start Christian McCaffrey for sure. Um, DJ Moore, and uh, I don't know if you start anybody else with confidence. That's it, man, because Sam Darnold has been playing like Sam Darnold. For man, the past DJ, you almost now. had that, man. You almost called that. I, I almost was like, called it, man. Well, well, you know what. 
Christian McCaffrey's back. Maybe. Yeah, might, you're right. It, maybe it it'll start, maybe it'll help. Yeah, it'll help down the line. I almost had it. I had Jeff worried. Jeff was was worried he was gonna lose that bet with Chris Luis. with uh, Luisia. All right, and same then colors. yeah, same colors. <laughs> I was confused too. I was like, wait. Uh, all right, and the Cardinals for sure. Kyler Murray's still out. All so right. Doesn't good. matter. That's good Cold for me. Court. It's good for DJ. Uh, no, they still kick the Niners' asses. With stuff, <laughs> oh, you know? like, um, I guess you don't start anybody, you know honestly. You know what? Um, McCoy, in my opinion, McCoy, maybe uh, Ertz. Because I just watched the Niners game. McCoy favored Kirk a lot, so he was getting targeted a lot in, in that game. Ertz, he was favoring Ertz, too. Yeah, Ertz um, and Kirk, right? And, yeah, and James Conner had a fucking game, dude. Yeah, James Conner had. I think he might become the starter. If soon. Edmonds misses time, yeah, Conner is a is a start. I think you can even even when Edmonds, even if he does play, I think you can start Conner as a. Yeah, flex. he got hurt in the first game in the first plays. Uh, yeah, so he was out of the game. Yep, and Conner just ran him like up. Three touchdowns, Connors. right? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. And he was catching the ball too. So, and then um, next up, guys, we have the three and five Vikings going against the five and three. Uh, Chargers and on the Viking side, you 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 start Kirk Cousins, man. He's he's been doing good. Uh, if you have him in a two quarterback league as your second quarterback, you know you're doing good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you start Devin Dalvin Cook for sure, even though um he still hasn't been looking as good, man. Yeah, he hasn't looked as good as the number three pick. I've been trying to trade Cordell Patterson for a wide receiver, and I'm thinking maybe I should trade Dalvin Cook. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know. I can't start four. Well, I can't start four running backs, but it's not smart in a super flex because you could start a quarterback necessarily put more points. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. I wish I could play Cordell Patterson as a wide receiver, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think my my team would be, you know, my yeah my wide receiver two would be fixed. And that's on the NFL app, I guess. Yeah, yeah but uh, like for sure, you start uh, Cousins, Dalvin Cook, you start uh, Jefferson for sure. Yeah. Um. Adam Thielen is like a low end wide receiver too. Yeah, he's but he's still been getting some production, just not consistently. Conklin, he's been having some flashes. Yep. Uh, I guess you keep an eye on them, especially because of you know Titans so so thin. Yeah. Again. Um. Anybody else you guys like on that side? No. Nope. That's, that's <laughs> on the Chargers side. Uh, you for sure start uh, uh Austin Eckler. He's he's a beast, man. Uh, Mike Williams, you start. Keenan Allen, you start. Um, Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert, you start, man. Um, it just been going off. As far as the tight end situation, I don't like it. I mean, um, Cook's okay. He puts up tight end points. He put up that six point game. But if he'll get that touchdown, yeah. he'll be over yeah. ten. So yeah, but it's it's because he got Mike Williams as that big target, man. Yeah, I think if that wouldn't have panned out with Williams, we'd be seeing these weird touchdown games with. Cook putting up like two touchdowns yeah, or yeah, some definitely, shit like that. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up, we got the best team in the league. The, the, the team to win the Super Bowl out of our little group, the most recent. <laughs> uh, the three and five Seattle Seahawks take on the seven and two Fudge Packers. I'm sorry, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the Seahawks side, you, know, you saw Russ because he's coming back. He's a freak of nature. You know, you know, Jamie's gonna bet you on this one. Right? Jamie's a coward. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm mad at Jamie. He was in town twice and he didn't come yeah, see that. me, little bitch. I guess. I, I hung out with but that's how family works. You don't that's have to hang out with family. I guess. Dang, he could have came <laughs> on the show. 
I know. I was. I, I, was, I should have did that, right? Yes. <laughs> I think he was just here for a little bit, visiting family, and then he went to that uh, gay pride fest, EDC. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I think he's. Yeah, I think he had his first gay experience. That's cool. But whatever, you know. <laughs> nah, but uh, shout out to Jamie for always listening to the show and giving his input, man. But yeah, you start Russell Wilson for sure, man. Thank God there's no more Geno Smith. I don't want to jinx it, but hopefully Russ is good to go for the rest of the season. Um, Chris Carson supposedly coming back from IR from the Ooh. neck injury. I would start him, but that does scare me a neck injury, man. That's yeah. like one hit away from taking him back out. You know what yep. I mean? Or not. So not I guess I would. Yeah. So I would have maybe be weary on starting him. I think yeah. I think I'll be worried on starting any of those running back because you don't know who they're going to be. That's true, DJ. I'm just know? being biased. Yeah. Uh, if even, even Homer gets gets yeah. touches, dude, he's yeah, at the bottom. Touches. It sucks because Chris Carson runs so hard. I like his style, but that sucks. He has a neck injury, yeah. man. Yeah. But even before that, I think maybe he was having some troubles because he wasn't looking as good even when the season started. But for sure, on you start um, Metcalf and Tyler Lockett now that Russell's back. Thank God and. Um, Man, I really like Will Disley, but he hasn't been panning out, man. Yeah. yeah. But you don't start them. I was just, I wish there's would be some sort of connection right there. And on the Green Bay Packers side, <laughs> exactly, man. Uh, Will, like, I, I like Will Disley, man. He's really good. Uh, on the on the Fudge Packers side, you start um, Aaron Jones for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you start Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, man. That's like a that's like one of the best one two punches in the league, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure that that uh Adams Aaron, Adams is the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah. Hopefully and, Aaron Rodgers comes back so we can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, you have to start Adams, but just you know, set your expectations. It's not gonna be the same. Uh, I think but Rogers will be back, right? Yeah, he's he, gonna be if, back. I think if he passes his, uh, like, I think a COVID test, he has passed like two or three of them before the game, mm-hmm. and he can come back for that game. Um, but I know people are trying to cancel him, saying he needs to be suspended because he's lying about everything. But he really wasn't. So, this is yeah. I don't know all the details, man. But just to play on words, yeah. But let him play. Yeah. They can't touch him, man. That's Aaron Rodgers right there. That's NFL right now. It's him and Brady. Yeah. You know? They're, they're, that's that's what it is. So they're not going to touch him. He'll be back. He should be back. So, yeah, if, Rod- if Rodgers comes for sure, you start Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. Um, what about any of the wide receivers as a f- maybe deep dive flex or something? Or nah? Um, if, if it's like a, like if you're like in a 12 man league, you know, Cobb, if Rodgers is back, you, he, you might get a few catches. Uh, next up, we have the three and six Eagles going against the five and four Broncos, fresh off their upset victory. Surprisingly, of the Cowboys, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Not just an upset victory, man. They they kicked the yeah, Cowboys. They, they dominated, man. Uh, and they without Von Miller, yeah. crazy. Yeah, without and that, Von and that guy who uh, who was uh, took Von Miller's spot, Chubb he was, was just I don't know. no Cooper. Uh, Cooper? I think his I would thought Chubb would have mm. saw way more, but, uh, but he was just tearing snaps. him up, man. Yeah. Um, so on the Philadelphia side, you start Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Uh, Boston Scott's going to be getting work mm-hmm. uh, because of the, the uh, injury to um, Miles Sanders. Jordan Howard is getting a lot of yeah. work. Yeah. A lot of work. More than I think. I, I think he had more carries than Scott actually no. this week, and he had. Uh, I, I, like Jordan I, I know he had one touchdown. Bears. I'm not sure if he had two, but he had a good week because he's like one of the hottest 
supposed to be like one of the uh, biggest uh, waiver wire pickups this week. This week. Yeah, I'm trying to get his stats. I got him right here. Uh, 17 rush attempts, 71 rushing yards, wow. and a rushing touchdown. Jordan Howard. Can you Jordan, that? Jordan Howard. That's crazy. Uh, for sure, you. Back in the Bears, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. For sure, you start uh, Dallas Goddard and uh, Jalen Hurts. Pick up um, uh, Jordan Howard on the waiver wire. Probably make that priority if you're hurting on uh, running back. Yep. The wide receivers, guys. Are you starting the wide receivers? It's I have to man. Smith. If I had to pick one, Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. But uh, if you're playing Smith, uh, like I said, you're probably in trouble right now, guys. I think yeah. 20, 20 points this oh, past did? week. He had a good week this okay. week. Yeah, but, but he's iffy. It's not consistent. Yeah, but it's not consistent. He's yeah. definitely a way. So that's that's like a flex. That's like a right. flex right there. Defense. Uh, on the Broncos side, you you have to start Melvin Gordon. He's been looking decent, man, surprisingly. Yeah. And, and Williams, too. He, he both of them. Both yeah, them. Williams yeah. look great. So I wish. I'm crazy. I'm, I'm, yeah, apparently uh, Williams ranks one of the highest on like missed tackles. He has all these great ratings, but uh, Melvin Gordon is in the way of taking over that starting job, man. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. So yeah, I read something that he is like off the charts on like missed tackles, like yards per carry, you know, after the run. Yeah, after you, then again, he can't sit Melvin Gordon down. He's gonna break yeah. off a 20 yarder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know so, what I mean? So that's crazy. Yeah, I did that's pick tough. up. I did pick up Williams as a hoping I thought he was going to take over, but I had dropped him a long time ago because uh, Melvin Gordon is not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sutton, I would think you might want to question that. Cause, yeah. Uh, since uh, Jerry's back, you know. Yeah, Jerry Judy's uh, been getting good looks. The, took the looks, and, and Tim Patrick took the looks this week. Yeah. Uh, Sutton got nothing. He got two, mm-hmm. I think, three passes attempts and uh, two catches. So it was yeah. only for like 20 yards. So. Do you start Teddy Bridgewater? Um. Like on that matchup, I I think so. Yeah, I think that oh, matchup. Okay, yeah. yeah, on that matchup, it's a good plug and play. It's a good matchup. The Chiefs don't really have to. If you need to, yeah. If you have no choice, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, definitely. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't mind Bridgewater as maybe um, in a two quarterback league for this matchup as a plug and play. That's not too bad either. But other than that, man, I'm just starting Melvin Gordon with confidence. Surprisingly. Uh, we got the five and four uh, Kansas City Chiefs going up against the five and I'm sorry the five and four Chiefs going up against the five and three Raiders. And on the Chiefs side, for sure, you start Patrick Mahomes, uh, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Other than that, I'm not feeling confident on the running back situation no, running as well. Back. Yeah, they don't have a running game, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and on the Raiders, yeah, I know, man. And on the Raiders side, you're starting uh, Derek Carr. He's been doing really good, and uh, Darren Waller for sure. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. A waiver. Uh, he puts up decent points sometimes. Yeah, I guess you kind of have to start Jacobs. Yeah, you probably at your flex though. Yeah, because you kind of drafted him yeah. not too high, but you drafted him. You pay it up. Right. Yep. Right. So you kind of have to start him, and then yeah, and then. Um, they're hurting on wide receiver. If I had to, because uh, Hunter Hunter Renfro. If, yeah, Hunter Renfro. If I had to yeah. start a receiver, I think Zay Jones is going to pick up. Um, Renfro's so little, He's so think, skinny, bro. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Zay Jones is going to pick up the what's the name's um passes. Rugs. 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 Oh, yeah. what an idiot, dude! Yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that. Right, it's our yeah. first show since that happened. Yeah. Might as well crazy. talk about it real quick, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. pretty big news. I mean, he's young, right? He's 20, 22 years old. 156 through, miles an hour, dude. Threw his life away. He, he was still in his rookie contract. He didn't make no money. He was yeah. young. Screwed. Yep. He was young. I think he made, uh, they paid him, I think he made uh, $4 million. 
um, for one year. There's a four-year, $16 million deal. I looked it up. I guess the wait. Yeah. Years in jail for that shit. Maybe. Yeah, dude, and uh, it's yeah, probably, it's probably going to that fan though. Oh, it's yeah. a. I'm sure that he broke, you know, his contract in some way by dr- driving drunk and so he's not obviously guaranteed killing somebody. That, probably so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's not getting. I think he got what he was supposed to get paid for this season, at least a portion of it. But he's not getting the rest of it. You know, yeah. the, I, I know for a fact in that contract, there's somewhere. You know, where if yeah, you do yeah. something like this, you're released and you're not getting paid, you know? Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're drinking that much, don't even drive, right? Maybe Let alone drive 156 rich, miles bro. an hour. You could call it Uber, man. No, no, no. And you know in the NFL, yeah, there's a free on. service. All you have to do, there's a, there's a, there, they give you a number to call and you get a free ride if you're drunk. You don't have to pay for it, Stay bro. For this, for this one. It's yeah. like the richest people who can't afford get to, get to use these services for free. That's, that blows yeah, my mind. You know what I mean? Poor kid, uh, person that died, she was 23. They yeah. said, uh, he hit her in a gas tank, exploded and caught on fire. And the guy couldn't get to her because she was burning. And yeah, he said he heard her screaming the whole time. No, nuts, dude. Yeah, imagine being the guy trying to help her out. Who said that? One of the uh, one just of a bystander. The, yeah, yeah. A bystander was there trying. That's that's nuts. That's how fast he was going. That yeah, he threw his whole life away, man, and he threw someone else's life life away, away as well. Um, Took someone's life. Yeah, yeah. guys. Um, think before you drink, guys. This isn't this isn't one of those podcasts. But come on, man. Yeah, think before yeah. you drink, man. Definitely. Shit, man. Your your best. And- your your homies are a call away. Your family or you know a Uber. Yeah. Yeah. He had a loaded gun in the car too. Yeah. Yeah, man. He, he was just looking to do something stupid. Uh, fortunately, he, he's one of the, the, the generation that are, are, are idiots. Yeah. He's just playing 156. That's, nah, man. Uh, this is ridiculous. There's no reason to go that fast. I understand. He's not even on a highway, right? <laughs> You're not even on the, You're I mean, in Vegas, right? you should never oh, be man. driving that fast, but like he, he was not on a highway, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, oh, man. I know. Let's not give that guy too much uh, of our attention. Time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just but, uh, football, Zane and we have to talk Jones, about it. Zay Jones is probably going to be the guy who's going to pick up the slot. Yeah, and that is the seven o'clock game on Sunday night. And let's preview the last game, which is our Monday night football, and it is going to be the seven and two Rams against the three and five forty Winers. The best. I'm sorry, league. Niners. <laughs> And on on the Rams side, man, you start Matthew Stafford, Daryl Henderson, Cooper Cup. Um, at we're I'm really we're all really low on Robert Woods, but if you look at his stats, he's been actually decent. Oh, I'm not that low. I'm not that yeah. low on him. I, well, I was, I guess, because I drafted. I could have yeah. got Cup. Right. But the thing is, I was sour on Cup's performance last year because mm-hmm. he did. did you have him last year? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's why. And then plus, so I don't know if you guys are aware of uh, Matt Harmon. Uh, he does, he's one of the leading, uh, NFL, uh, fantasy football analysts. He's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the most accurate in wide receivers. He has something called the reception perception where he, uh, he seriously analyzes every wide receiver to the T and, um, Cooper cup ranked a month with some of the lowest in, uh, separation, you know, yards after carry. He did very bad. Mm-hmm. And I say, like, I, I didn't believe him last year. So I still, I still drafted him and I was like, damn, maybe Matt Harmon's right. That's why I went for the, you know, the safe. Yeah. Robert Woods. And that's, and that's actually well, what, what Matt had. Harmon didn't really, uh, I guess he should have taken into account more is that Jared Goff fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he does yeah. suck. But well, that was last year. Like I said, this year, remember, I didn't do any kind of research because I was like all gotcha. up on the show. 
So I'm like, I'm still fresh off of that. You know, Cooper Cub, like the stats were crazy. He lost, yeah. he didn't win any kind of one-on-ones. He didn't, he like, it was bad. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I saw Cooper Cub. I know what he can do. And, right. but yeah, uh, but like I said, you know, Robert Woods hasn't been that bad. It's just because we're mm-hmm. comparing him to Cooper Cup. And right. yeah, compared to Cooper Cup, yeah, he's been sucking. But I did sure. pretty good this week too, right? Yeah, yeah like, he did. Um, but I, honestly, like, so Cooper Cup is a big surprise. The biggest surprise in, in the league, you know, obviously you got him probably like what, like in the fourth or fifth round and he's yeah. wide receiver one. So biggest deal of the draft. But Daryl Henderson has also been a big surprise this year. I didn't yeah. see him yeah, playing really this well. Yeah, you know, uh, even even after Akers went down, I still didn't think he was going to be very good. And he's actually pretty. He's actually an RB one. He's an RB one. No. Yeah. No, you're right, Jeff. Nobody suspected that. Uh, suspected that. And um, yeah, Daryl Henderson has been doing really good. And you start. He's every week start now. Yep, he is. I mean, this pretty matchup, confidently too. I mean, the matchup they got right now, uh, the secondary for the Niners are all trash right now. So. You know, tight ends and wide receivers are guaranteed to get some points on this game. So you start Tyler Higby too. You kind of have to, right? I think, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. See, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed um, those numbers next to their names. Those are their rankings. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I barely realized. Oh, that I didn't know show. that. I thought that was their number. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought for the longest time. See, okay. but then I started looking at them. I was like, no, that, those aren't their numbers. Those are their rankings. See, it's Cooper Cup number two. Yep. Robert Woods. Yeah, Robert Woods is a solid wide receiver too with yeah. that 20 ranking. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just, just being a little hard on him. Tyler Higby is a top 10. He's number nine. So yeah. And, uh, Henderson is number nine as well. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you, you start the whole starting offense basically on the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the, on the San Francisco 49ers side, um, you start, uh, Debo Samuel yeah, with confidence and, um, George Kittle. If, yeah. Kittle definitely, uh, and for some reason, Jimmy G is trying to is balling out right now. He's, Two games yeah. back to back, and Ayuk can have a great game too. Right? Yeah, Ayuk can have. Ayuk finally Ayuk breaks out. He had yeah. a good game. Yeah, he would have had two touchdowns if he didn't, if he didn't fumble. fumble. If he's, I hope he starts going off so we can get tell Chris to get a ah, you can sound clip. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, and of course the running back Elijah Mitchell. He, no, yeah, actually, he's yeah, a, he's been getting that work. He's a monster. He's good. He's, he's good. Fun little fact though: Rams haven't beat the Niners since the coaches. Got there. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Sorry, DJ, so, but I think this is think, time, think, bro. It's about, about to happen. The win streak is about to end, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah, but I, and you know what? I, yeah, Jimmy uh, Garoppolo is not, well, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't play him if, in this if matchup. Don't have but, anybody, yeah, yeah, if you're hurting, you don't really have a quarterback. He probably, yeah, I'm guaranteed he's on the waiver. He looks, so, I, I got a sour taste in my mouth because I yeah, picked him over Geno Smith. I'd have picked Geno Smith out of one. You picked him up on El Nino Day, you know what I mean? It was raining all the Lord. Yeah, that, future reference, you always pick a Seahawk over a 49er, man. Yeah, you know what? Now nah, nah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I learned the hard way. Facts. <laughs> and um, that is all we have, I guess, for the NFL portion. Uh, sorry, wasn't as good as. Uh, when Luis is here, I know he gets down to every single detail. Yeah, but he's over there swapping kisses with everybody. Yeah, he tried. No, it was my fault. Like I he's said, I, I gave him the... Swapping kisses with uh, Tony? Yeah. yeah. I didn't tell him to swap kisses <laughs> with Tony, but I did plant the COVID marijuana think, on my think, dad, dude. I think with Aaron Rodgers, though. I think yeah, yeah. I think... Yeah, you're right. But um, that's it for tonight's show, guys. Uh, again, we're trying to grow that YouTube channel. So hit that like button. It helps with the visibility of the show and the algorithms. And um, also subscribe, man. It doesn't cost anything to subscribe and it helps us out so much. It, it really does. Yeah. And each uh the 46 subscribers we have, we're all appreciative of every single one of you. Seriously, um, I, I would like to see a little bit more interaction with you guys. 
Um, let us know what you what you think of the show, your opinions. If you didn't agree with us, seriously, man, it's like like nothing's you know no holds bar, bro. Like you know, interact with us because uh, I'm I'm interested, man. There's people to say that there's listening to it overseas in Europe. Other parts of the state, like Ohio, I don't know anybody in Ohio. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. You know, yeah, hit us up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm humble that that we even have 46 people interested in 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 us. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's cool. But like I said, guys, we want to grow the YouTube channel. So hit that like button, subscribe, hit the the little um, bell so you get notified when we upload shows. We do it once a week. We apologize for missing last week. We try our best not to happen again, but you know, life happens. Get well soon, Luis. We missed you. Yeah, We're definitely, missed, man. man. Yeah. Like I said, guys, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. We need your help to grow this channel, man. Um, cause, uh, there's only so much we could do, so much chats I could get into and, uh, promote yeah. the show and get in trouble <laughs> and say, like, hey, what are you doing promoting? You know what I mean? So, how dare you? Yeah. Dare so you. I'm saying, like, Shame. if you want to hear about educated guys talk about combat sports and fantasy football, this is it. We're covering more combat than anybody. I mean, if you love your your uh, MMA uh, podcast or combat show to consist of somebody doing interviews all day and not even talking about combat, then this isn't the show for you. Or if you love um, a bunch of guys giving their opinion and not even acknowledging you in the chat, this isn't the show for you because this is the voice of the people. We want to hear what you're talking about. We have big plans in the future, guys. So get on board with us right yeah. now because yeah, uh, combat sports is growing, man. There's more combat sports fans now. Not, not, uh, I'm a MMA guy or I'm a boxing guy. It's, we're coming together, man. There's, we're starting, people are starting to realize that there's great fights in, in both worlds, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like the, you don't, we don't have to be boxing and MMA fans don't have to hate each other, man. I get on Twitter and it's like, yeah, they're at yeah, war all the that. time, dude. They're like yeah. arguing and insulting to each after, other. I'm like, this is all the, combat. Yeah, after yeah. the Wilder uh, and Fury fight, it was a great fight. I was excited. I mean, it was great. Everybody enjoyed it. The MMA world, were, they were so negative about it. Yeah, they said saying like, like, oh, well, they put on great fights all the time. And it's like, you're right, they do. But yeah, let, let, it, let them have it, man. This is it's, heavyweight boxing is up here no matter what. Yeah. It's just pristine, man. It's your. It, Generations and generations of your ancestors read the newspaper and cared what happened in heavyweight boxing. Heavyweight boxing yeah. is the it's 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 yeah. But anyway, man, let's let's. I'm trying to regularize combat sports fans. We want hardcores. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're starting that movement, right? Uh, we're gonna bring yeah, everybody man. together. Nobody's yeah. covering one championship. Yeah. No one's covering all the boxing and MMA together. They're only coming at you with the Logan Pauls and the Canelos. Yeah. We're, we're doing the dirt. We're, we're getting it through the mud. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So thank you to the 46 of you guys right now riding with us. We appreciate it. But uh, like I said, share it on your Facebook, your Instagram, whatever. Let them know, man. And until next time, we'll see you.